0: It is my obligation as PCP your cold podcast opener. episode 24. Cold opener. What day is today? Oh, know. oh! now who's not Sunday, prepared? Sunday,
1: October 28th.
0: All the time Steve's not prepared, but the one time. <laughs> <laughs> Who are Mikey, Savvy,
1: Steve, and Stacy. Thank you. And are you boys done? The slate's nope. done. Thank you. I give boys. up on these. <laughs>
0: <laughs> until, until just now? Until just now. <laughs> and? Howdy, partners, and welcome to the Party Chat People's Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve, joined by Zavi and Mikey.
2: I don't know who's hosting right now. Oh, it's because we're talking about Red Dead. No, it's obviously Cowboy Steve. Cowboy Steve doesn't exist in my world. Why not? I only know Derek Spiderman. Derek Spiderman.
0: Steve. Okay. That's it. And, and now Cowboy Steve, so I don't know what your problem is. Let's
2: see how long you can hold this one up.
0: I reckon you are in for a world of trouble, my friend. Oh. All right, then. If you recall, my father is from North Carolina, so I can... Actually, I can, you're absolutely right. You know what? Right. I got cowboy boots. I got a duster. I also got a cowboy hat made of straw. The closest thing I have is being a jibaro.
3: <laughs> no, nah, I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. So. Oh, snap.
0: Oh, snap. There you go. I never rode a horse once. I
3: went to horse
0: camp. So. Of course, they have horse camp down there because it's Dallas, Texas. We got barbecue and horse camps, and that's it. I'm not trying to offend Dallas. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> if all you go for is the barbecue and the horse camp, that is correct.
0: <laughs> I just, I really want to just go for the barbecue. Is that weird? Uh no. Okay. Yeah. It's a very good decision.
3: Totally normal.
0: Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is a video
2: game podcast. (laughs) Oh really? (laughs) It's a horse cast.
1: (laughs)
0: Welcome to the Party Chat horse cast. (laughs) This is this is a weird open.
1: Mm -hmm. Mikey, what are we gonna be talking about (laughs) today?
0: Finally, back on track. Oh that's right. He does the front. Oh Oh, yeah. I totally forgot what comes after me because I'm vain. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, if you guys did not guess, we are going to be talking about a lot of Red Dead. Um, and howdy, partners! How it is a very interesting feeling we all have for that. These game-giving. fellers are not
0: doing good things.
2: <laughs> yeah, given given you know <laughs> right, the insight we have, because <laughs> um, even I hate me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me finish, damn it the insight we have from the excellent reporting from Jason Schreier, and we'll go through an article by Tom Phillips called The Human Cost of Red Dead, which really has some thats such kind a, of disturbing... That's such a dire,
0: like, news headline, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. Human Cost of Red Dead. It's a good dead. one. Yeah. And I think... Like, um, I, I, if anyone's reading that article to me, I want them to have a really gruff voice. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Um, I think I think like that when this is we, the we human cost
0: too, of Red Dead and Night City. We'll, we'll see, <laughs> Night
2: City. <laughs> you'll see through these stories that like, you know, why do you guys bring me here? I don't know. Can I get through the <laughs> no. fucking intro? You did bring food. Jeez. Damn it. The human oh. cost of Red Dead. We will be going through that in depth. Um, we'll also be talking about uh, redemption, re- Red Dem- Redemption and the Redemption of Humanity. That is our
0: <laughs> erstwhile special topic heading. I was I going know. for drama when I put that. In.
1: <laughs> They're the same thing. We're just we're just talking about Red Dead generally, yeah. and then we also have some this video is game things. A Red
0: Dead based podcast today. Yeah. Today. And uh, then there will be some talk of other video games. That what are those other video games, play. Mikey?
2: Well, go down the list. Yes. Well, Zombie is not playing Red Dead. He made Which, that a point. Yeah, he the made game a point he is also. playing is not Red Dead. <laughs> it's Blue Alive. It came out for the Life System, and <laughs> I guess it's Infinity Hours or Until He Dies. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a first person. We're gonna look really stupid. It's a first person, person walking programming relationship. Simulator, you know. <laughs> all right, now you're reaching <laughs> a little bit. He, a little bit. <laughs> this is all your fault now, Mikey. Seven billion humans, uh, human resource machine, and Rocket League. Um, I will, of course, be talking about Red, De- Red Dead Redemption Two.
0: I do really does that a little bit even of... need to be stated? We're all yeah. going to be talking about Red Dead. I don't even know why I put it there. Wait, a but second. He's talking about it. Just like said, he talking about I literally just said Zobby hasn't
2: been playing not Red Dead, so Zobby. Yeah, but he's going gonna to be talk re-
0: about it still. <laughs> but he hasn't been playing it. But he's going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs>
2: Super Mario Party and Steve will be talking about Into the Breach. WWE 2K19, <laughs> Valkyrie Chronicles, Spider-Man and Shadow of War. What happened Red at
0: SummerSlam? And Red Dead. And, <laughs> and Red Dead. <laughs> and Red Dead. Well, let's, uh, so let's
2: get all of your oh, shitty games out of the way. I'm looking good forward to hearing about WWE-based
0: news cuz I finished the story and it only got weirder. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well,
2: I mean, you're so enthusiastic. Let's get all the shitty games out of the way first <laughs> so you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, do we want to finish on Red Dead? Is yeah. that what we're... No,
1: I, I mean, think we should open... be a
0: lot of Red I think, Dead. I think we go we start with Red Dead because that's going to be the hot topic. Topic of this entire yeah, yeah, yeah. week, That's what and I thought. especially okay. with right. the My news about the working conditions at Rockstar. Yes,
2: you know we're not going to talk about anything else. Then, if we get started
0: on this train, no, 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 no. We can well, rein it in. I believe. Yeah, in this. we can pull it in. It's just you have. To. So let's. So let me. So let's Don't do put it this me in way. In charge of that.
1: Let's put, let's do it this way. We're going to talk about the news story. We're going to talk about. Because we're only lightly the, into Red Dead,
0: so we can't really talk too much about the game overall. We that's talk about right. I was
1: games. gonna say, and then we'll segue into you guys sharing your thoughts on what you've played so far. Okay. So let's kick this off. I'll I'll kick it off by saying that I explicitly have avoided this game. I'm not going to I'm not going to not buy it out of it just like principle a pre- or anything
2: just yet from GameStop.
1: <laughs> but before any of this crap about the labor practices came out. It was just, it just, I find it irritating when the zeitgeist is like, oh my God, this game that everyone's going to buy, that's going to be amazing. And I'm just like, no, I've been bit really hard before. And one of the games that bit me in this way was the first Red Dead.
0: I couldn't tell you were against it because for the past like two and a half months, every time it came up, you were like, fuck Red Dead. (laughs) So (laughs) So I'm trying to clarify slightly for our, for our,
1: for our. (laughs) Seven listeners That you know There's some reasoning Behind it And to me It's like It's like Sometimes these games Come along That the industry Has just decided It feels like Without any Like Explanation sometimes why this game is going to be worth our time and money and so on. And with Red Dead, that's one of those games. Because I don't Cowboy get GTA,
0: it. I think.
1: Sure. So Rockstar is definitely one of those developers that has a certain pedigree, but they're actually very particularly, I think, the developer slash publisher that I think deserves it the least. I have found GTA V, the first Red Dead um, Uh, LA Noire, like all of these games were in one way, I liked LA Noire, but they were all disappointments as far as I'm concerned and they were all overrated. So I genuinely think that Rockstar is the kind of company that I really have to temper my expectations for with anything that they'll put out because I don't, and and, and it's okay if I'm just misaligned with what you know the, the gaming zeitgeist generally gets excited about or whatever. So I walked into this game for the last couple months with all that am- advertising ramp up, just being like, no, don't care. Going to wait for reviews. Going to see if I actually am intrigued by it. And so far, no. And then all of this labor shit comes out, and I'm just like, as if I needed an excuse.
0: I'm weird with Rockstar now, and I'm, I'm like in a different place. I used to be like, yeah, GTA, GTA is fun. I like to like run over hookers. But now. <laughs>
3: There was a now time it's time different the there was now I'm like deal. now
0: that I'm p- in a post GTA online world where I realize that GTA online is what I wanted out of a GTA game right that's that's all I wanted I wanted to with my friends go do ridiculous stuff in an open world now I'm like I don't care about like GTA if it has a story I just care if it has an online mode and I think that's sort of how I feel about Red Dead right now I'm like oh I'm playing the story just because online isn't available
1: <laughs> yeah that's
0: weird you know? interesting yeah yeah um like i'd much my, rather be like hey guys let's go hog tie women and put them in front of trains and then <laughs> see if people will come and save them
2: how i felt about rockstar over the years i've actually i'm i'm i think like closer to you Zavi, in a sense of i was never a gta guy like you know i did it i ran over the hookers the same as you and like i was like all right you do it once that's it I never really got this, the crime story or anything like, you know. Um, I liked Red Dead and I also liked Bully. Bully was probably my favorite rock star game. I thought it was like more in line with my tastes and sensibilities. But um, Red Dead Redemption, I actually came back to much later. It came out, the zeitgeist was there. Everybody was like, oh, this is great. This is great. I have a hard time getting into period pieces in all sorts of media. So like, it didn't sick me. I think I ended up going back to it that summer because I, I believe uh, Red Dead Redemption came out like in May. So I went back to it at the end of the summer and, like, really enjoyed it and, like, sat down, gave it some time and everything. And I actually really quite enjoyed, you know, a game that just wasn't so um, nihilistic like GTA V was. You know, the GTA it was, series
0: is. It came out as, you know, it's it's set in the Old West. There are not a lot of games set in that time period. Not too. So that's where I think it gained a lot of traction as being, like, yeah. oh, this open world Old West game where, like, I could be a cowboy. Yeah. Um, but historically, Rockstar Games... The stories have not been anything that have held me there. I've gone through it just to play the game.
3: Yeah, so from a woman's perspective, the whole Rockstar games, you mm-hmm. know, the, what all these games have in common is a certain kind of gender role machismo, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got your Grand Theft Auto, crime based, you've got your Red Dead. Western. You've got La Noire based on noir-themed movies, mm-hmm. and then you've got Bully, which obviously, mm-hmm. right? And of those, I really liked La Noire. Mm-hmm. I would love to see another one of those. I come like out. La Noir
0: for the uh, like the puzzle of the. The crime stories, right? Yeah, like the procedural games. detective stuff. Yeah. And
3: and I like like I really love Sherlock Holmes games, yeah. for example. So L.A. Noir was gonna fit. That's why my I think for me style. LA
0: Noir was one of the better games. Yeah. That they did.
3: But what, what, one of the things is with open world type of games like your Grand Theft Auto or Your Red Dead, it feels like they just add more and more and more content yeah. to the point where I don't even want to try to do it all. Yeah. That's what okay. happened
0: with um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's what <laughs> fine, happened with so Odyssey. Fine. And we were talking about that last week. Yeah. Last week, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago.
3: There, there's where no there was so down.
0: much to do that you're yeah. overwhelmed because like right. there's 10 things in this direction, 10 things in this direction, and you're just like, I don't know which way to go.
3: <laughs> yeah, so um, I kind of feel like... And, and it almost goes with that machismo. Oh, yeah, well, I can do even more. I can do even more. I can do even more. And mm-hmm. at no point do you go, maybe that's enough, actually. Yeah. Maybe I've done enough. Like, and there are games like Fallout where the actual storyline is pretty compact and there's all this stuff to do out there, but you don't feel like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I know it can be done better. Mm-hmm. It's just that particular it, it company can it doesn't, doesn't.
0: It doesn't flow well in a Rockstar game.
1: Yeah, so my one of my common gripes with GTA 4, GTA 5, and Red Dead One is that they all feel very self-important at the wrong moments. Mm-hmm. And I in all in all three of those games, I lost interest around similar times. I actually did finish GTA 5. I think it was just like brute force, man. Like that's, the last that's how I finished the that. last like <laughs> dozen hours of that game, I was just like, "Fuck this game!" And I was just still pushing through it. I don't know why, but. um with, with both Red Dead and 4, I stopped playing through those stories because you reach certain parts where it's like, right now I have to do this story mission for this character that I don't like, for, the, for this character that the main character doesn't seem to like, but he's still content to take on these missions for because video game reasons. And they seriously think that their satire <laughs> is like so top-notch and like so clever that I really want to have this drive to this mission location with a 10-minute conversation with this guy. It's not interesting it's really not they they really suck at that stuff and yeah, and yeah. and I, and I don't want to like water it down at all because it sucked back then when they were still the leaders of building open worlds and whatnot, and from what I've heard, Red Dead puts them back on top, a lot of people have said, however, the competition is pretty goddamn stiff now, man like when it comes to Assassin's Creed Origins, at least when it comes to Horizon Zero Dawn, when it comes to Breath of the Wild, like open world, there's a Spider lot of Man. them out there. And yeah, Spider-Man was a good open world. Spider-Man was another one. Nice compact game. Yes, yeah. yes. And like, not too much to do. And you seriously like like they you know a lot of people are saying that they've reclaimed the title, but I'm just saying like. That if, if there's some more of that, if there's some more of that lull, as far as I'm concerned, in the writing, where it's just like, here's a goofy character that you need to interact with. And then, as a quick tangent, the little bit that I watched on Twitch, that absolutely happened with like a random NPC where there was just this goofy interaction that felt like it was disrespecting everyone. And I was like, fucking hell, guys. Here's, like, here's you're not, my problem. You, you haven't
0: quite improved there. With Red Dead 2, at least, right now, my problem is stuff is too spaced out. Mm. There is a lot of space with nothing going on in between certain places. I'll be riding my horse, like, my, the distance on the map says, like, all the way across the screen. So, like, I run all the way across, the, and, and, like, maybe one or two stranger random events happen, but, like, everything else just kind of feels sparse, like, I'm just running along a trail. Mm. Like, nothing happens until, like, I start a mission. Yeah.
1: What's interesting, though, is I think you could say the same thing about Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was not boring, though. It's sparse. But so, it's, it's, sparse. It's, like,
0: it's not as sparse as this is literally just I'm running across a landscape on a horse.
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it, what I think it might boil down to. Uh, all of that space in Breath of the Wild still felt, at least in the early game, dangerous. Yes. Shit could happen at any moment yes. and you mm-hmm. could get screwed over. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet there that was a this, as a typical AAA game, is not terribly hard. So,
0: yeah, the that most, is uh, true. The most, like, harrowing thing I'll run into is, like, a rabbit running across the... <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: then.
0: And then, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I can kill the rabbit and get its pelt.
3: Mm. Yeah, no, like, there's no that's danger. That's pretty much every video game ever.
0: There's no danger in me in,
3: including, including running... as a 10-year-old. It's so killing
0: so much time just to go from one place to another. And there's no fast travel in place in the sense of, like, you have to go to either a wagon train or a railroad station. And those are out of the way, too, and sparse. As yeah. it is as, where I am in the story right now, it's just... There's too much open space. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's
2: let's let's re, regroup for a second and let's I think because me and Steve have like played the opening missions about 3 hours, let's just sort of give our general impressions and then sort of talk about like the article then. Actually,
0: you say that the the opening of the game is awesome. Yeah. The opening is and awesome because everything is I condensed and small. So I just reached the
2: first um, train robbery mission. So it opens up, and I think a a good framing is like they sort of introduce a lot of things to you. You're with your um, Van, what's his name again? Dutch. Dutch Vanderland. The Dutch Vanderland group. And you guys just escaped uh, like uh, Blackwater, which is the original town, one of the original towns from the original one. That's where you were based. And I guess the cops came in there, you know. You're wanted dead or alive in Blackwater. So you go up into the mountains. It's cold. You're with your group. You're with John John Marston. wife and and Jack and, and then Dutch's gang. then Dutch's gang and you're basically trying to survive so you find out a camp which is going to be like sort of the system of a camping thing it, it everything and what i think i like about this game is like everything feels de-gamified how like this Ooh. like if assassins creed is this heavily system games press x to talk look at these numbers look at that thing oh you do 10096 assassins damage versus thousand and ninety six hundred. like just you just look at the screen and you go what is all of this mean, and it's just like you guys have a camp there's a building here, has a little icon there's a building there, you have the little icon if you want to interact with something, just go to it if you if you don't, just walk around. Everything is very um
0: uh, uh, simple. The the UI because there's simple. no RPG elements to it. It's just well, it, doesn't, sort of
1: well, it doesn't feel abstracted. It feels like here's the thing that should be here. Let me go yeah. interact with it and see what it
2: does. Yeah. So you actually and explore at least it intro, as opposed to just being yeah. knocked over the head with here's all the rules and systems yeah. you need to deal with. Yeah. And and the, and the same bad? sort of, yes. And the same sort of detailed, measured animations from Red Dead Redemption have returned in greater detail. <laughs> you know, if you want to loot somebody, you don't stand over them and the guy stands and then you see dollars pop up on I your say you, yeah you crouch down that was actually you turn cool the guy over you stick your hand in the pocket and you take something out when you check someone's cabinets you open up the cabinet you grab the beans you put it inside your coat it is very specific that is a cool attention and to, a very deliberate detail. thing so, and this is what i say like you haven't all given all this information about labor you just kind of sit at this world in the at least the intro and you
0: just go like it makes it, and a lot of those things make sense. Well, like when you're robbing a house, right? So, there's one mission where you have yeah. to rob a house. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> that was the first thing that you did like, in the game. We, we so, have to, not really. We have to, you're, like you're, really
3: you really have to rob a house in Red Dead? Yes. You're, you're, wow. Next great.
0: thing you're going to tell me is you murder people. Your partner is like causing a distraction. You go in the house and you rob the house of a certain set number of, of valuables. Like they're like, steal $45 worth of goods. So, you steal it and you leave. And then on the way out, we're leaving because we were trying to steal a um, a wagon from them too. Mm-hmm. So we stole stuff from the house and then we stole the wagon. And then on the way out of the house, you can hear them say, "Oh, we got robbed! The dresses are open." And like, it's this little detail. where like, if I left the drawers closed, would it have taken longer for them to realize they'd been robbed?
2: N- when I get to that mission, I'm going to close close the drawers, the drawers and, and let me know
0: what yes. happens.
1: <laughs> that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did do something like that. It's
0: it's just like it like. The game is so but I beautiful. Do, I do have some gripes behind, like, the witness system of how you get into trouble with the law.
2: I haven't got up to that yet, so.
0: Okay, so there's, like, witnesses. If you yeah. commit a crime and someone sees you do it. I heard it's a little overzealous as far as. It is a little overzealous. So here's what happened. There are the, this enemy gang called the Odriskels. Yeah. And they'll occasionally have, like, random members pop up and start, like, threatening you and try to beat you up. So this guy swung at me. So I beat the crap out of him and I choked him to death and then the witness goes and tells the police and now I'm in trouble because I was defending myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't have to kill him. He kept attacking me. Oh, it is wouldn't it, you stay couldn't down. knock him out? Like I couldn't knock him out. It's So wild west, they don't oh, have to stand your ground so, while. so there's no just knock them out like punching <laughs> so, them It's just kill. I that was yeah. kind
3: of implied in the so wild west. So my
0: options were to <laughs> kill the witness which wouldn't have gone well because right, another person would have witnessed weird. it. Yeah, and then so or like run away, and then the cops come, and now I have a. That's mountain. very strange. At so least with watched, the first
2: mission, you can spare the guy. Like you, you. Th- so like yeah, you yeah said, but I'm in the town, so if I kill the witness. Anything.
0: Then I'm just Maybe. sort of running a chain of witness killing. Jeez. No, what I'm saying is that they don't give you the <laughs> they don't give you so, the option to just let spare not. him. Yeah. So no, so
1: I no, had man. so I saw something happen on Twitch show similar, which I thought was fucking hilarious, was this guy was traveling around and then this random stranger woman comes by and just like, Oh, I need your help or something and he kinda of slowed down decently well enough, but at one point he like pressed the the right to like face her and the horse's head like smacks yes. her and she's just like, I just wanted your help. And she starts running away, and he's just like, No, 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 I wanna help you. So he like starts to slowly follow her, and then eventually it goes like witness, and he's just like, Wait, I have to kill her now? Like, what the fuck? So yeah, I've heard oh, that and, needs, and sounds I, like a patch. And something I've heard from a few people is that for all the time that you spend trying to polish this world to a mirror sheen and making it seem very believable, it just makes those moments where it kind of breaks down all the more jarring and upsetting. Mm-hmm. And one line that I heard from a reviewer that I thought was very uh, a very good way to put it was that he started the game trying to see what... Uh, what the world... What he could do to the world to see, like, what would happen. And then he got bored of that and he instead was like, okay, what's the world going to do to me? Which is to say that that promise kind of fell through,
2: I think, to some degree. Mm, Interesting. Well, I'm I'm so early that, like, I'm still doing the tutorial and I feel like after the first train robbing mission is sort of like the end of the tutorial and they open things up. But as far as the opening goes, it just The opening
0: was fantastic. It's 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 something else it man. It felt it felt like it's you were in dire else. straits because you start in the mountains where it's very snowy and it's like middle of winter and you know and you the trudge storm there, there and, the and you're trudging and you through the snow. You feel it in and the, and the controller and you you see it. They're just like oh. And you're hunt you have to like hunt for, for food to feed everybody and like all these really dire circumstances, and then you get to the open world part, and you're just like, oh, okay, so we're here now. And, uh, and I was walking. And you know how Rockstar star VCs tend to have that weird pathing sometimes? Yeah. Like, they'll just turn for no reason? Yep. So that happened in front of the sheriff's <clears throat> office. I was walking on my horse, and a guy turned into my horse, and then I got in trouble. Oh, jeez. Mm. So it's like that level of annoying when that, that yeah. happens. It's very few times that it happens, but when it happens, you're just like, yeah. Oh. Especially because everything in the game is so methodical of, like,
2: you know, it does the one load, but then, like, if you got to load into the world to reload or you got to do this or talk to a person, the animation has to go. So, so to add like, that, and
0: then when yeah. you get in trouble like that, it adds to your bounty, right? yeah. which is, like, I guess how much more, like, law you're going to see in bounty hunters are going to be after you, so stuff that'll, like come and fuck with you while you're doing stuff. Yeah. You know? So it's just like this level of like, ah, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. yeah. But you're punishing for me because punishing you're punishing me, me for- because <laughs> of something that happened with your
3: right, your it, world. It honestly sounds like they just have collision detection problems. Yes. Yeah. And they're punishing you for their, de- for their collision prob- detection yes. problems. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of sympathy. That's not to
0: say I don't love the game. I, I love the game. I'm sure,
3: i sure I've seen I, some videos of it. it's beautiful. Yeah. But like that's kind of. I love the old west.
0: I love cowboys. I, like it's and, awesome, right? That's the same reason I love Black Flag. I love pirates. Like mm-hmm. the the sure. the world that's in is awesome, but the problems I have are certain ways the game is built. Yeah. That's what fr- frustrates me.
1: All right. Well, I think I'll eventually. I don't know. We'll see how the week goes, and and because I'm definitely waiting for like more nuanced opinions. Because right now it's all like pretty positive, and I think that we all have some awareness that that's just sort of the structural way these reviews get out. When it comes to AAA games, mm-hmm. the first reviews are going to be fucking amazing. I don't like just a, there's a certain dollar amount of budget where it's just like, oh yeah, the first reviews that come out for this game are going to be amazing. amazing, and I'm going to
2: kind of want to ignore them. I'm very curious I think I to listen see. To podcasts? Are you talking written reviews or like spoken reviews? Because I I was listening to the Beastcast this week. Uh, this Weekend, like they had a, it was a really good discussion as far as like framing the labor practices and also framing the story because I know the story, spoiler alert, is sort of you going against the man and like you know yeah. in it, industri- the industrial revolution mm-hmm. and, like magnates and like oh well you know we're trying to fight capitalism and it's just like well this is a very ironic pursuit that you, yeah yeah I, as you were writing the story for this game and I making the game know- like. How well, it I f- have been a
3: little bit of an nephew from some writer somewhere. That would have been really funny to me. Yeah. If, you know, this is my 90th hour on this work week, uh-huh. and I'm going to create a fantasy where I stop people from doing that 200 years ago. I,
0: <laughs> I don't know it how is, I feel yeah. about the characters in this game yet. Uh- I understand that I am Arthur Morgan. I don't understand what kind of character he's supposed to be. He's an yeah, outlaw, but I've he's like he's like good hearted, but like he's but still no in a gang. You know what? I find that... he's trying that, to do good yeah. things. Like, I don't know how I feel. Like, I feel like He 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 feels like a He
2: feels like a well-developed cipher. The way people often um, refer to Desmond as like he has more character oh. than Desmond. Desmond, but he's sort of just like this person, a vehicle that they use to Interact with everyone else to find out their stories, and you can. It's so funny that you say that because you could see that from the beginning of the game of like, what is your personality, Arthur? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't really think that matters. It matters how other people. Well, it
1: sounds like they're they're, a little bit stuck in the middle between like uh, an Aloy and a Link because, like in Link, in 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 Breath of the,
0: he seems like he says stuff, and you're like, ah, he's an asshole outlaw. And then he says all this stuff, and you're like, "But he's got a good heart."
1: Yeah. So this is what this is actually something I actively really hate. That's that's so that's not just just no, basically is what I want to say on that. Like I, I'm familiar with it. I've already seen it on a Twitch thing that I saw. As far as his interaction with like a veteran was like, "Oh, like he was he was being nice to him or whatever." It's like you're, I'm still playing a game where the story is going to make me do like very vile things. So don't try to like almost like glorify his yeah like oh nature. he's such a dick but like he writes in his journal like he has like a sweetheart <laughs> yeah he has, like, no, he has, like, he's like he's no he's he's a journal. he's a shithead let's like be real
0: here right i saw someone they were like oh i've had a dog for so long there's a whole page <laughs> in his journal of just a drawing of a dog and i'm just like so what is he
1: and and to be fair all you know most evil people think that they're doing good they it, convince themselves th- of that, but I mean, he's like not, he's, he's not
0: evil. I think they're he's focusing too hard on we'll trying see. for him <laughs> to be like you decide what he's like, mm. and I don't really like that uh, because huh. you're eventually pigeonholed into, like you said, doing a, a really a dick shit. with a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's favorite
2: archetype, <laughs> Nathan Drake forever. Are you? Sure. Are yeah. you
0: the Mass Effect goody-goody paragon, or are you the renegade who's like a psychopath? Like it's it's always that not a gray area it's black and white
3: yeah my mm. my fear is that we're creating this scenario where it's okay to be a dick. You can be a good person and hurt people all the time. That scenario mm-hmm. already still, exists. You're still people a good person dicks. at heart,
2: mm-hmm. and it's, as it, long as you're drawing puppies in your in your journal, and, and
3: if that's the <laughs> paradigm in your media, then you know you go to school, you beat a couple of kids up, but you're still a nice. But you still got straight A's, heart. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. You love but your mom. Uh-huh. That's true. You're a good that's person. true in, <laughs> in society right
0: now. People are dicks. Everyone's a dick. You're a dick. dick. You're <laughs> a dick. I'm a dick. Everybody's a dick. I'm not a dick. You're a dick. Man, Steve
1: wasn't kidding. He had a bad morning.
0: Everyone. Everyone is terrible. Everyone. Is the worst everyone is self-care. yeah
1: but this is this is our these are our works of art these this is where we're supposed to kind of aspire to to maybe challenge and change our values as far as i'm concerned so i'm not i'm not content to reflect this and just go man the world is sure is shitty huh like that's that can be constructive in a certain sense rockstar has never done that i don't expect yeah. this game to do yeah. it and this is why i unapologetically prefer games like horizon games like breath of the wild where it's just like yeah you're trying to rebuild something you're trying to like do some good here like it, it's not so so dta5 was infuriating for me because it wasn't criticizing any of these structures in our society, it was simply calling everyone an idiot, and people thought that this game was really fucking deep. And they thought that, yeah, there were people who were like, "Oh, the scathing criticism is so good and like highbrow and like da da da." da and, all it did was just make fun of it. It not. I don't get fun it. Fun of it. I thought it was so, yeah. just
0: doing that for the sake of like ha ha satire. I mean, there's
1: some there's some game journalists who thought, who convinced themselves that GTA was Five doing was high art. Okay, just, no. it's is very upsetting. But <laughs> but all of this to say. Um, I, I, I agree that people are dicks generally. Well I want to segue <laughs> into
0: something where we yes. can tell that rocks are dicks. Yes,
1: yes they are. So right? so we we touched on how we how you guys are feeling about the game, what were the impressions we've heard and how it may be impressive but but certainly not but the certainly greatest shit flaws. since hi, hot you know. An, it bread. is in
0: no way a perfect game. Uh, and no. there will never be a perfect game. I, oh, I well, believe sure. there should never be a perfect game because a ten out of ten is just like nothing has reached that. Nothing conclusion. to
1: improve on. We're right. done. Man. <laughs> there's no game so, that's come
0: along where it's like, oh, there's nothing to improve here. Yeah.
1: Everything's perfect. So no. so let's flip over to the making of this game. The human cost. The human cost of Red Dead. And we're not talking about the simulacra that you shoot in the face. Nope. We're talking about the workers that were told to work until of they... 100 hours a week? Was
0: yeah. It? It a week, right? Well, that was that
1: was week. the quote from one of the Hausers, wasn't it? Dan, Dan, yeah who who was like oh yeah you know the writers will will work for 100 for 100 hours for a couple weeks to really pin down the story and had that sort of machismo thing about the like
0: is i work more hours, than you do. hours a day with staff working around the clock in shifts of course it is so how crazy is that but
1: but the 100 hours was actually a little bit um, Possibly exaggerated, but what was very, very common in the reporting of both Jason Schreier's, uh I don't know if I'm saying that right, piece. I think it's Schreier. Schreier, Schreier. yeah. as well as this Tom Phillips one that we that I think most Title, of us Title, The Human Cost of Red Dead. The Human Cost of Red Dead. Is that people <laughs> regularly reported 60, 70, 80. Yes. That is that means your weekends are forfeit mm-hmm. that means you're working well let's
2: working. be specific he this is a uk writer and this is from the lincoln studio so he yes. got most of his accounts from the lincoln studio not saying that you know this isn't worldwide, but let's also just be specific about his what his contributions right was whereas
1: jason's title. articles were, were probably
2: more from the new york the new york studio because he's based yep,
1: in new york as well as other ones he that he spoke to so the long story short version the tldr is uh, as is kind of normal for AAA game development, people are worked so goddamn hard that pretty much all the workers are like, I love that I worked on this. I just wish the environment wasn't what it is. I
0: want to read a small excerpt from this article, a quote that he got, where one of, the worker, one of the employees told him, I don't remember the last time I went on a date with my girlfriend. My family lived 30 minutes away, and I don't remember the last time I saw them in person. There are friends I used to see on a weekly basis that I am now lucky to see every few months. There are friends that I used to see every few months that I haven't seen for years. When there is a requirement to work six days a week and longer hours within the week, you have to sacrifice a day off to actually live your life. It becomes a choice of missing out on rest and being tired for the week or being selfish and taking a day for yourself, which is a horrible choice to make
2: being That's, selfish should take a day for yourself. How insane is that?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, the, it's, when did we go backwards to 1910 era? Let alone labor that first line standards. is is what I
0: think is the hardest. I don't remember the last time I went on a date with my girlfriend. Here's, this here's, guy doesn't even get to be a part of his relationship.
3: Right. <laughs> and this is why so many people in that industry can't keep girlfriends, wives, spouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then they have no contact with the female half of society. So are we surprised that they're having trouble yeah, controlling really. their machismo it, or writing female characters that make any sense? Because they can't
0: interact with they, <laughs> do, real women, ones. What women? Yeah. You know? When you guys pull and a why, from the article why, where like somebody just had a baby yeah, or like his wife just had a baby or something and they... The office wanted him to work on weekends, or he was trying to finish everything within the week?
3: Yeah, no. They were saying he and was actually getting it all done. Mm-hmm. He, was getting, he was getting it all done. working super hard during weekdays so that he could go home and actually spend some time with the wife and baby. And they just said, they oh, just, oh like, well, came, if you're getting it all done, then let's give you even more.
0: So they came and they like, just piled more work <sighs> on it. Until he desk. quit. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now th- you can do more work since you have so much time.
3: The thing that bothered me the most is there's UK labor laws that if you work the night shift... There's a limit to how many hours per week you yeah, can work. Yeah. And they would make them sign, sign that right wave, away. They yes. waive that right. Yeah. So anytime a company can make you sign away your legal rights, there's something wrong, wrong with, the with that. Like yeah. forced mediation where sexual harassment has to be mediated instead of going to a court, court of law in yeah. a class action suit. That should not even be possible. Nope. You should not be able to sign your rights away nope. because that's you're over a barrel with your employer. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. a fair. It's not a fair trade-off. And we
1: just had, I think it was a, a, I don't know if it was a Supreme Court case, but a recent case that um, where they they're still allowed to do that in the U.S. They're still allowed to, you, you know, it's legal to do forced arbitration contracts where if shit goes down, you can't, rep- you can't get, you can't take them to court. Yeah. It's absurd because yeah. obviously they'll be in control of that proceeding and they'll have lawyers on retainer and all that jazz. So yeah, that should just be illegal, period, regardless of industry. And yet it's allowed because I don't know, because probably at the end of the day
2: it's allowed because money. It's allowed because money and also it's allowed because it's probably happening too much and you know, the question, is justice delayed justice at all? Is
0: it because do you think what are we gonna get around to all these cases? Is the industry too competitive in that sense? That people feel like they have to overwork their employees?
3: No, the problem, it's a culture shift. The, yeah, the main problem for me is that it's not like you've got the, the choice between the great employer that has good labor rules and the great employer that doesn't. You're, you're looking at a sea of how mediocre, how bad. You know? And these people are making a bit of a trade-off in that Rockstar is such a big name that even though it probably sounds like one of the worst... In the industry, they're thinking, "Well, I can do this for a few years, put it on my resume, and
2: then and then
3: be okay." And that's one thing if you're like a young man without a whole lot of attachments in life yet, but that's not a sustainable way to live your life. And we need to have companies working in a way where they can keep their employees for 20 years mm -hmm. and have the guy who's been here forever who knows how to fix problems. And I feel like this is something
0: Mm -hmm. where this is where you kill people's passion, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you have a passion for something and then you get overworked on it, you're going to lose that passion because you're going to relate so much of the stress you have to it. Yeah. Right? So you're going to kill the passion of a lot of people in the industry who could be very talented and do very big no things. No question.
1: There, there's, there's stories you hear here of, of people having mental health issues mm-hmm. and feeling like they, when they left, they felt bad because their friends were still in it. They were yeah. still part of that. And they felt and they like they were letting enough. them down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, and they couldn't hack it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like <laughs> that kills your passion right there. Mm-hmm. That, that's like social suicide potentially. If you've been spending so much time at the office that all your friends are just the ones that you're doing this project with. Like that's gross. That's not okay. Yeah. And the, the thing that I find really strange about this is at least from my world of software, that is less productive. It is uncategorically less productive In my world, it might be different in gaming because I haven't worked there professionally yet, certainly not at a AAA level, but it is uncategorically less productive to have your workers go this hard. Because when you're talking about the years of QA that goes into this project, yes, it's a big project, it's a big open world, don't get me wrong, I get it. But I do feel like there's probably a whole class of issues, a whole swath of bugs that people had to fix that are only there in the first place because you're pushing them so fucking hard. And they're literally well, just like, we have the money to just have a QA team that we just throw money at the problem.
0: So, yay, everyone's employed. Like That's, that's the thing, though. Isn't it like people have uh, diminishing returns on efficiency of work, right? Absolutely. Based on how much you work them. And that's why, like, some Japanese companies, people have that, that, that timer, right? Yep. They work... Straight for like what's it 25 30 25 minutes?
1: minutes? Take a break for five take minutes, take a five minute
0: break, and then like that's like Pomodoro peak, technique, it, it keeps Pomodoro you like time. peak efficiency, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the minute you start overworking people and, and stressing them mentally. You're going to lose out on efficiency, so really, you're losing out for yourself. Yeah, I yeah. think we've all this been. This is actually out. bad
1: capitalism. Yeah. yeah, this is stupid. We've, all, <laughs> been, we've all
0: been in the
2: job where maybe we had to corral and do like a team thing, and you're working for hours, and then after like the ninth hour, everyone just looks at each other and you start talking about sex or yeah. video games or yeah. whatever yeah. Because, yeah. You like just, because you it, can't you're just you're just done. There's just done. N- there's done. nothing just left. There's yeah. nothing left.
3: Yeah, they've done studies, and for high concentration tasks which have some element of creativity. Uh, programming is a good example to some extent. Working with databases can be like that. QA can be a little bit like that. But like about six hours or so is a workday that is the most efficient use of your time. Mm-hmm. So if anything, we should be decreasing the workday. Mm-hmm. Because for you these hit employers. that point, especially with
0: like programming and and, and video games and, and like having to be creative. Mm-hmm. Like, there are limits on how creative you can be in one day, right? Like, mm-hmm. if yeah, you're putting yeah. 10 hours into that, at some point you're going to be like, oh, I'm out of ideas.
3: But part of the problem, too, uh, is that... And, like,
0: you're going to start forcing it.
3: They're not letting so many of their employers share in the creativity, right? They want to have a very top-down... Right. Style, the the we top will of the pyramid
0: dictates the entire direction.
3: Right, and that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly.
1: Yeah, there's there's a ridiculous example. This is probably the is most this the cinematic. Yeah, the cinematic talk thing. About it. This directly, I looked at this and I was just like, you fucked up, hey Aaron. Like seriously. So a lot of the like higher creative guys or whatever, they apparently had like a like not that long ago, like a year or two ago, right? The, I don't remember precisely, but they collectively came together and they're like, I think these cutscenes will look a lot cooler if we just have black bars on the top and the bottom. Which, categorically, you're wrong, but anyway. So, <laughs> but it looks but, like a movie theater. But it looks like a movie now. Like, I, uh, the reason to go slightly deeper into my knee-jerk reaction there, Like I just hate when video games are like, let's look more like movies. But, um, yeah. so, so, so they made this decision, this small room of some of the higher-level higher, you know, higher level creative people or whatever, and then you have hundreds of people below them that just have to scramble and figure out how to get this done while not fucking with the timeline, because the game's already been delayed a couple times. And we have to you know, report to our shareholders. So a bunch of guys came together said this would look cool, and then everyone underneath is like, okay, well, now we need to redo these cutscenes because the focal point changes for all of these frames, and we care about our art, so we really want to make this work. So, okay, how are we going to solve the fact that we have all this more labor that was suddenly created by a handful of people? Everyone gets overtime. You get overtime. You get overtime. To, to simplify
0: that, that statement is someone at the top said, I want to see uh, cinematic bars on the top and bottom, so they had to go back and redo every cutscene. Every cutscene that had already been done and completed now had to be, they had to go back and redo it. Because one person at the top said, this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. And didn't think of the ramifications of that. Because I think they thought that that. all they did
2: was say, we're adding a graphic of black bars on top and bottom. And 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 frankly,
1: I've dealt with with this situation before in my my small industry. That's I was going to say. In my industry, too.
0: I am not anywhere near the tech industry. Mm -hmm. And we've been in that situation where someone at the top says, have them do this and everyone has to just sort of go figure along out with the that ramifications and figure it out yep. it may, in their head it's it's a very very small change but really as it goes down the line it changes things drastically and people have to do a lot more work to get to that point where you think it's small in your head
1: yeah and and this speaks to um possibly just a problem with hierarchy in general. However, I'm not, this, this, the, the, the workforce it takes to pull off these worlds, if we're going to continue to consider, consider these games like valuable and, 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 and valid things for us to pursue as a society, yeah. like we need to figure out how to organize these mass groups of people and not. Have it ruin fucking lives, and at least one part of that is that this should be democratic. Like you shouldn't have this like closed cabal of right of like oh we're the creative ones. So like no yeah. like the workers should be like we agree that the, that should be our leadership. There should some
2: be some sort of like logistic coordinated head at least to be like well hey that's great that you made the decision but. This is what it's gonna take to make this decision. You already have these deadlines and timelines. Hey, just because you think, you know, it seems like someone's taking putting a black bar here and a black bar there, that should be easy. No, it's actually not that easy. Do you think the person yeah. who came up with that idea
0: was like, oh, they just gotta squish it down and put
2: yeah. it in there? Yeah. yeah. And also, how is that gonna translate to, like, if, if you're here for your shareholders, how's that gonna translate to shares? I don't think it looks nice, but if you told me, like, hey, Red Dead could have came out, Three months earlier, if we didn't put in these cinematic black bars, the game looks fucking beautiful anyway.
3: Yeah, and I, I got to say this. In Europe, you're starting to see a trend where companies will have like a union, unionized at least portion of the workforce. Yeah. And then that union will have a seat on the board of directors. It's not enough to change the way the company is going to be run, not even close. Mm-hmm. But at least put somebody to say something when things have just that's, gotten that's out of control. That's what they need. They control. need
0: someone up there to let you know what the bottom tier of worker has to deal with when yeah. you want to make that change. Yeah. because well, like if I said, you're like reformed, a logistical department right. head that says like,
2: hey guy, this is not a simple decision. If, yeah. If
0: at that meeting there was someone there to say, hey, this takes us redoing every cutscene, this is going to take X amount of time and push the game back X amount of days, then they can be like, okay, well is it really worth it?
1: Right. And so I'll give you one small example of like a meeting I had where we were, we were discussing hiring more people on a team and there was there were some people who are higher up who are further removed who who they felt like oh hire more people we have more capacity we get more done like so so yes let's keep that position open and me and, and a colleague of mine had to basically be like no that's not how this works we just hired someone it's going to take them 3 months if they're a goddamn genius to, to up be speed. up to speed. So we're actually at a lower capacity now even though we just hired someone. So if you're talking about hiring more people, no, you don't throw money at this problem
0: because you have to spend time teaching that person. Yeah. And right? so and that's going to impact productivity.
1: And I think that a lot of similar kind of hang-ups is what happens with these hierarchical structural hierarchical structures and at the end of the day you're still talking about these these big-ass egos, frankly, Mm -hmm. that that they think that they deserve to be in their position because they've had success in the past with GTA and stuff, so therefore they know better, and they get to tell the 200 peons what to do. And I want to take that to to close out... uh, Well, not close out the discussion, but I want to share a quote where uh, I will unequivocally... Like, when I say fuck Red Dead, there's a certain amount of stuff that needs to be unpacked there, so I don't want to say that uncritically. I will uncritically say fuck the Hauser brothers because, here's a quote from them... Games are still magical. It's like they're made by elves. You turn on the screen, and it's just this world that exists on TV. I think you gain something by not knowing how they're made. As much as we might lose something in terms of people's respect for what we do, their enjoyment of what we do is enhanced, which is probably more important. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. That's a very infuriating quote. I
0: hate that quote because... Of many reasons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mostly first of all, it sounds like he's comparing his own workers to elves. Yes. Yeah. Who are notoriously let's, let's like,
3: dehumanize them. Let's shall dehumanize
0: I mean? them more because who else has elves? Santa does he? And then you wonder elves? why no. all these anonymous
2: <laughs> people came out. I mean, I can yeah. imagine that yeah. quote like just flashing on every employee's desk at the same computer yeah. monitor at the same yeah. time, and then just yeah. going.
0: What the actual fuck? This right. is a Jason situation. Schreier, you needed some more? Uh, you need some more? This yeah. is a situation where you sort of see where, like, you need a union for this industry, for this level of game right. design and, and development because these, these employees are clearly being taken advantage of and their employment is being held as a gun to their head Yeah, with the mandatory overtime. Right. Yeah. This is clear that they are taking advantage of people, people mm. who've sacrificed their own personal lives, <clears throat> To get this game out,
3: yeah, and this here, is
0: this is a good game. It's a very polished game, and it looks very good. But to know how many people are just like not living their life to get this out,
3: right? So there were three thousand people involved in the making of this game, and one quote from that article. Is talking about this guy, how how it creases over time. If it starts out a 40-hour work week, becomes a 60-hour work week. Then we want you to work every other Saturday. Right. Then it's every Saturday, then every other Sunday. And then why aren't you in the office all the time? It starts to feel like a cult, right? And they don't want you to interact with the outside world because any normal person is going to say, dude, you look exhausted all the time. So there's this cabbie, like somebody was in his car, like oh I'm so excited I get to have an interview at Rockstar Games he's like dude you don't you don't, oh, do yes, you even yeah, know yeah, what yeah. the employees are like when I'm taking them home like you don't yeah. want you don't want to be a zombie like so, one of them and like that's a cautionary tale that's terrifying if the fucking cab drivers are warning <laughs> you away from the place yeah, do not work there <sighs> seriously that's messed up
1: so sociologically speaking, there are the two top criteria for a cult is that they try to separate you from two things, your money and your family and friends. So check and check. check because and check, check. Cause, cause the last thing, that I, uh, one thing that I wanted to, to say was that, yeah, they work, they work all this hard, they have their salary, um, and some of them get paid over time. Um, and then when it comes to the game being a success, right, what part of that do they see? they have their fingers crossed that their bonus will be good. Yeah. And to be fair, historically, they've gotten, some, so they've gotten really good bonuses when games were super successful, um, such as uh, the first Red Dead versus like Max Payne wasn't as uh, 3 wasn't as successful. But let's be clear here. They work their ass off and hopefully they get a certain kind of bonus. This is how exploitation of the working class goes. Mm-hmm. Like... Maybe we can reward you if we can pull it off if this thing is well enough. But the most important thing is these investors who did not create this thing. Get more
0: money than you do. Yeah. Here's the thing. Game developers and publishers, I do not care when a game comes out. I care if it's good. Hmm. Currently, Cyberpunk, I don't think, has a release date. I don't care when it comes out. I just care if it's good. Stop overworking your employees just to hit a release date. No one who loves games cares about the release date. They will say, "I can't wait for it to come out." They don't care when. Mm-hmm. They're just excited.
2: And there's always going to be something to to play. play. There's <laughs> always, always going to be something to play. Please. Always. Oh my gosh! All the games we talk about here that we've almost finished or just like put down because hey, you know it didn't keep us for that long. Like they're you know. It's a fu- it's a function of our society. It's a function of the gimme 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 want 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 right now. And I mean that's something as a culture that you know is probably not going to change. But we have to find some sort of way to. I manage really to, to, be,
1: to be fair. There are gamers like the ones you have pointed out who heard about Telltale shutting down and are like, so I don't get more Walking Dead. And, yeah, you, know, <laughs> and you just
2: kind of go. I have that entitlement. I hope that you're you're. I hope 15. you're 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope that you're still in high school when you made that comment. And and you're like like I I feel like people in the work in the workforce. Which I'm I'm giving people a lot of credit <laughs> at least can like say like yeah, what if I just went to my job and they were like, Oh, so today's your last day, um, you're only <laughs> getting paid until now and you have 30 minutes to get your shit. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's it. Oh, you see Jerry over there, the big guy? Yeah, he's gonna be watching you while you get your stuff. <laughs> Uh, and you can't put anything on your resume. Oh, that was it. I, I, I need, this is very, very important. Yeah, I'm still I was obligated listening. to give
0: two weeks' notice. So I was.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I implore all of our listeners, please yeah. listen to the e- Easy Allies pod- podcast this week because I think they framed the discussion really, really well about how also they even hold your work hostage. Because what if you are working on something that is under NDA and then the company shuts down and there are no protections? You can't put on your resume, right? So basically, if you've wasted all of this time, yeah, you know you got paid for it. But then you go to a company and you go, "Oh well, then what have you been doing between two thousand? Well, that, the year that's the thing, right? like If that say that stuff. was the only
0: thing you were working on, and exactly. you were under NDA. You go to say, yeah, what if what you're fresh you out of school? On? Yep. Uh, what can nothing? you do? I haven't what been can working you do? on anything. So why should we hire you? If that was the one project you were working on. Well, right? I assume that
1: you can added. at least say things that I can't
0: talk about. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like... <laughs> you're not in the CIA. Then anybody, yeah. then anybody could say that, that, you know? Yeah, and, and it's, yeah. It's, it's, I could it's go it's into insane. an interview and say that. What have you been working it's on? In- no, no, yeah, it's totally. Totally. I can't talk it's totally. about
2: it. It's insane. And if you're uh, uh, fresh out of college, you said you have nothing to speak towards a show, then, that, then that's just it. Oh, I sure. had to make sure that I had something on the side that I was working on. Yeah. And, and here's, uh, uh,
1: I will say though that as opposed to same like post game monetization stuff that can be really gross, I won't protest a game that, that has this labor stuff and like not, not I, like I won't necessarily protest it. Like if it's good, it's good. And cause I think that for starters, a lot of these workers would probably go, I'm proud of this thing. That's what you heard. A lot of that as well is mm-hmm. like, I'm proud of this thing. I just wish that it didn't require this. And, 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 and that's the thing that I want to like focus on. I think that's bullshit. I think that it's not required to make games in these conditions. And then I would go even a bit further. Let's say that it is required. Then, in my opinion, it shouldn't exist yet. We should work on on improving our engines and our pipeline and our code and, 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 and our technologies yep. so that this becomes possible to do without exploiting the hell out of your employees. Mm. Like. Mm.
0: You should never get uh, to a point where you say, let everyone has to do mandatory overtime just to get this game out.
1: Yeah, and, and like, uh, <laughs> I think that a lot of times our society is just like, oh, but it's the cost of, 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 of this great thing. Like, this great thing would only have existed with this horrible thing that it happened. It would have existed. It's like, like, I'm sorry, it matters how you get there. It's a video game. But but, all, but you have that in movies, game. too. It's like, Tarantino, he's a, he's a prick. The thing I've that heard. bothers me
0: is it still would have existed. It would have just taken a little bit longer to get there.
1: And that's but that's where they would that's where certain people would challenge you. They would go, no, 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 you can't get in the way of the creativity of the of the of the you know masters or whatever. Was just like, oh my god, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yo, just have a little patience. That's all. Mm. <laughs> stop wow. overworking people because your product is going to suffer for it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think that's it. For Red Dead,
2: we've thoroughly shot on it.
0: <laughs> I look. I just want to see some change. Um, hopefully, some change comes from this. Yeah, Because hopefully. it's evident that it is needed, especially yeah. within Rockstar. And I hope they don't get off with a slap on the wrist.
1: So financially, they'll probably be fine.
0: Financially, they'll be I, fine. I, you'll probably be fine. <laughs> yes. Financially, they're already fine.
1: <laughs> they're probably already fine. I'm just on pre-orders.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I, th- this is part of the problem. I don't know what even a slap on the wrist looks like. Like, oh, people are talking bad about This them? is not a human They don't this, give a shit. It
0: feels like a human rights issue. Well, like, I, feel, yeah. I, feel, I feel this is where I, we. Is, and that's why it's I a labor rights to, slash human, a human rights. It's human rights thing. labor rights issue because you are preventing people from living their own life. Well, what's going to happen with, like
2: I, Like Stacy said, I think that the thing that caught, that caught my eye, that was the most infuriating thing of like, how does this waiver document exist? Right. Like, that's. Because
0: insane. here's the thing <laughs> if they get away with it, other people will get away with it. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, I you have to stop this another, now. As another little it anecdote, an even bigger problem.
1: Oh yeah. As another little anecdote, I've never uh, I. It's been, it's been like seven years since I've signed an employment contract without getting an addendum because the language is always too general and tries to own anything that I do outside of office hours.
0: That's why I am. Oh, that's that's, a,
1: there's a little one for you. That's why I'm glad and I know. And I'm in an industry where I actually have more power than the employer. That is why
0: I'm glad I know a couple of lawyers to read stuff for me because legal jargon is ridiculous and overworded to the point where you get confused. And I'm like, can you read this for me to make sure I am not signing anything that's going to give me trouble? You know, because mm. the way they can word things is so confusing. Yeah, totally. That you can shoot yourself in the foot if you just sign it. Side yeah. note, everyone should watch this season of How to Get Away with Murder
2: because um, it's really showing you the bullshit of our legal system, at least in America. Oh, like, it's so full of shit. Like, I, know, I, guarantee, guarantee like I, I know. I mean, there's probably a bunch of stuff, but I think this one is sort of like highlighting like, whoa, you can like do this? And like it's totally okay. there's <laughs> yeah. so many loopholes. It's crazy. It's just like it's it's crazy. There are a number of like videos and and things how like the prosecution is stacked against like people think like our our legal system is easy on 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 you know innocent people. No, like right. even though we might say innocent until proven guilty, it's stacked. Th- against there's the so innocent. many hmm. advantages on the prosecutorial prosecutorial side, then that the defense side does not have. That you're just like.
1: What? Not a fair game.
0: No, <laughs> not a fair game at all. I mean, people forget that, like, on the prosecution side, it's they're the ones with the burden of proof. Mm-hmm. They have to prove that this thing happened. Mm. People yeah, forget that.
3: But they're also the ones recommending a sentence. And the defense doesn't get to do that. Yeah. And that's what they start, that's what you bargain from. Yes. From the bar they set. Yeah. yeah you know?
0: All right, you guys. Remember when I said the world sucked and people were dicks? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's play video games. What, yes. have, what else have we been playing, everyone? Uh,
2: well, I only got one more thing, so let me, let me finish off. Um, the happiest I, game ever. Yes, Super Mario Party. If you haven't played
0: Slaparazzi. <sighs> I've, I've been looking at this game on the store, and I'm like, should I buy it? I it's, buy it? It's, 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 I it's really it? fun. Like, and I'm, I'm still debating. Mikey
2: saved
1: me the trouble, because I'm never going to play it by myself. So thank yeah, you, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, every, for the past three days, I've woken up and I'm like, should I go to Target and buy it? Should I go to GameStop and buy it? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, mm, like back and forth to this point right now I'm thinking should I go to like the store after we do this and buy it
2: I mean I I that think is where only my is at if you with this game. you you have a lot of people around you at all times like if, if you have a roommate situation which you got which you have zombie or like if you live close to friends and then they come over at, at a moment's notice which is sort of happening like um A friend sort of lives close by and like, you know, last week randomly we're just like, hey, what are you doing? Are you free? Then we came over, you know, did other stuff, played a bunch of games and we ended off the night in Mario Party. And we had an opportunity to actually try the 2 switch mode, which is what they sort of um, marketed in the beginning of that game where you use both. You have both of you have to own the game and you use both screens and you sort of put them together in different ways. So we played a couple of games, which were really, really cool. Um, I don't remember the name name of them, sorry, but... It was a game where you had to sort of match pictures. So I'm using cell phones. This is an audio podcast, and you put <laughs> so Why you put the two, cell phone all the way over there. I don't know. I, so you put two okay. screens together and say like one screen will have a, a half of a banana and the other screen will have the other half of a banana and it's oriented differently on both. So you have to match the screens by turning the physical screens and then you swipe between both screens and it sort of checks it. That's really so cool. then it gets harder because there'll be different batches of halves of bananas and you have to match the batch. So, Further
0: evidence that the switch is the most Versatile system yeah. On the market <laughs> Yeah And then you
2: switch around And you go like that So you're sitting on a table And this game Even though it was four people It kind of That game Only me And the another person A part of the group of four Were kind of playing it Because it didn't mm. make any sense Of four hands yeah. Four yeah. hands there That would be chaos So <laughs> another game we played Was um, sort of like a uh, it, So there's like an eight. It's a top down And there's a two Eight bit pictures. And one screen is one cell and another screen is another. And there's a pipe between it. So you go and you move this eight bit. Uh, you can push them together. So they have two, two people on one screen and two people on the other. And like when one person is done, you can either go through the pipe or you can, or you guys can all start, go through the pipe the first time and do the first picture and then come through the pipe again and come to the other side and do the picture together. Huh. So it's super, super, super cool. Um, the third one, oh crap. Can I remember the third game? I don't remember the third game. I think we had stopped playing because it was just like we wanted to play the party mode, but they had oh they had a um like a um what do you call like a tank game where you shot each other through tanks and they have both screens and you can go through the go through each screen with your tank.
1: It's kind of fascinating just cuz like you're Designing your own own little arena almost?
2: Yeah. Just it's, by making it's, those small changes? The game is just so like super, super simple, super, super creative. Like last night we had a party. It's the greatest tech demo ever. Yeah. No, that's that's being I don't a bit mean it in a pejorative
1: sense. What I what I do mean to capture by that though is that I do think they they use Mario Party as almost like this kitchen sink design where they're like some some random Nintendo designer like oh I have an idea for a cute little game da 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 well we're yeah. never gonna make that a full $60 yeah. project so like let's throw it into the next mm-hmm. Mario Party and it might be super fun yeah I, like we I, I get we that played feeling, the pe- we played really like cool.
2: this tricycle game um, before we started where you hold the the, the one of the Joy Cons horizontally and you just gyrate your arms and like a sort of like your, as though the two ends were the pedals with the you pedals were trying to yeah and you just do it you just go or, like that and the, the game is what twenty seconds I think it takes fifteen seconds at most to get across if you're like probably. really slow to uh, get sure, across sure. the what is it like one yard field and it's just yeah. like this it's cute hilarious. little thing. It's just it's just a great fun game. Like like you can just go to the mini games. I, I tried out different modes, the Rival Survival we did. They have a team mode where you um there's no preset path around the game board. You could just basically move any square and you have to sort of like match your moves. Like so if you move an odd amount of times, you might not hit a block that you want as opposed to hitting an even number of times. So it's it's really fun. Um I'm continuing to enjoy it. The only thing I'll say fuck you about this game is it's a party game on Nintendo. Why am I still unlocking things?
1: Why? Why do Why? we unlock things? Why? Why do we do that? The
2: only thing, I mean, like, it's it's like this is silly now. Why am I unlocking characters? Like, Ugh. come on. Wait, really? Yeah, it's a party game, and I have to unlock stuff. You have to unlock characters? To, yes, and modes. And modes, and it's just, mi- and it's just, and it's look just minigames. Steve's games.
1: face is utter disbelief <laughs> yeah. with a
2: tinge of disgust. Like it's, yeah. and it's mini games. But, it's mini games. But
0: like I understand it for like Smash. Sure. Right? Sure. But also no. But also yeah. no. But like I understand it for that. At least if you told me that I'm like I get it. For this I'm like party uh, games. Why? Yeah,
3: again, it's You're like,
0: just you're not adding replayability. You're making work for people even, who just want to have. You fun.
3: even have not, you even have to unlock the mini the cost, games. Yeah. The real cost yeah. to people's lives. Of the little mistakes And in other ways This game is The anti-Red Dead I get the feeling like The lady at the reception desk If she came up with A funny idea For a mini game They'd have gone great Good job Sarah Yeah We'll include it In the next update And yeah. it would have been Totally in the game Yeah it, But uh, why so you have strange, to Unlock anything Stacey. In a silly little party game
2: Even even to the function Of Stacey that Oh well it's done now But I think when we played uh, A couple weeks ago There were games That we ran into That were question marks And it was just like Ooh what is it Unless Unless they were brand new Mario Party games, because I've never played Mario Party, so the name of the game would have been a spoiler. But it was just like why is this a question mark? We've all never played the game before, so none of us knows what it is. Right. And you're like, ooh, the fi- the question mark is finally revealed. I don't know. But like, in hindsight, I'm like, that's so weird. silly. Yeah. Like, nobody knows what the game is. The, the way I
1: would put it is like, sometimes game designers get a little, like, up their ass about how entitled to our time they are. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, just a matter of like, respect our time. Like, there, there's there's a lot of games that I will defend and say this thing that you know they arguably could have made the the animation skippable or whatever. Like you could always take any game and boil it down to like a totally OCD press the button and you'll skip everything mm-hmm. like speed running fest. But there are games where I go where I would defend them and go no 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 that's part of the feel of the game. It's essential. I get it. I defend that design decision, but. Mm-hmm when it comes to stuff like unlocking and like all this kind of stuff, it's just like And then a party oh, game. Like like In you a party got, game. In a party game it's absurd. It's absurd in Odyssey. Hey guys it's let's play Mario Party because of oh, post game. I, I gotta unlock I gotta unlock the party yeah, exactly. the party part. Sorry. I mean I, I give me I, thirty I, minutes. I actually distinctly <laughs> remember I think it was Smash Brothers yeah, on the old Wii. Old party
3: for 30 minutes uh, yeah, while exactly. I unlock it.
1: <laughs> I think it was Smash Brothers on the Wii. I remember like people being super excited, like Yeah we're gonna play Smash and we were about to jump into party mode and it was just like Oh Only The character set open. Is kind of No it wasn't uh, that's that It wasn't open It was that the character set Was severely limited severely Compared to limited. Compared to that, what yeah. Everything that was announced That was going to be in it So like three out of the four people Were like Shit the person I want to play with Isn't unlocked yet Okay, yeah. and like it was a more, serious bummer. It was a real more, buzzkill. There's
0: more like locked characters than there are actual playable characters. Yeah. and then like the, the my
1: buddy, my buddy who actually like bought the game was just like, oh, well uh, I'll try to work really hard this week and unlock everyone for you what guys. Kind of
0: bullshit. Like, yeah, that's bu- huh? that is such like bullshit. Like that, that. The person who has the game. Has I to have to
2: work, work really hard to unlock the party part of the game so we can actually have a party <laughs> next week. Yeah. God, the party's delayed. The party's, <laughs> the party's delayed, delayed because the game is not unlocked.
1: Yeah, because because I paid sixty dollars, but I'm not entitled to everything that's on a disc yet.
2: Yeah. Well, you you did make a suggestion while we were talking before the podcast which is like and and i think you even you gave them even more benefit of the doubt of like oh you know if i own the game before and i don't have the save file why should i how right. about just I, I i distinctly remember some games of I, I don't remember the genre of them saying here's an unlockable Everything is unlocked in this mode right. so you can have fun with friends. Yeah. And it's just a separate mode. Who cares if oh you can get that there character in be the an main game? Menu yeah, thing, you can. Whenever it makes sense yeah. to just go to the, like I just
1: bought the game, I press, you know, I go through your stupid splash screen because you have to turn it on. Achievements are disabled, game, everything, is
2: everything is, is disabled, irritating. it doesn't matter, who cares? Yeah, Exactly.
1: Just let me go to options. <laughs> Click on the thing, and you can even throw up a little alert that's like, hey, if it's your first time, too, we really suggest unlocking
2: things organically. You're like, eh, fuck you. Yeah. Let me just unlock everything. And then also think about like gaming being expansive for other people and just like, no, oh, wait, he has to unlock this for 30 minutes. I I don't want to buy this. This is it. Yeah.
1: I mean, we used to have cheat codes for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Give me yeah. God mode back.
3: Because, like, I don't ever want to buy this game. Because <laughs> you can come over here and that shit's all unlocked, right? I yeah. don't have to yes. deal with that if I'm exactly. I'm starting over. Like, that? It's like, and I'll only play so Super Mario Party on Michael's copy. On these locks. <laughs> exactly. That's how it should be.
0: Exactly. Really- yeah. See, you telling me there are unlocks has leaned me more towards don't buy it. Because now you have to work to have fun.
2: Yeah.
1: Thank you, Mikey, for unlocking it for us.
0: You're welcome. I
2: worked really hard this week to do it for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done, guys. But I just actually wanted to mention, we'll talk about it this week. But Steve, earlier this week, actually mentioned Dragalia Lost, which came out. I, oh, yes. I, I've been, I have played I, a little bit of that been, on iOS. Let's, let's save it for next week. Let's I want to give it, for it for more week. time. But that is an interesting game. Yeah, it's it is an interesting game
1: polish plus the problematic
2: Japanese version of free to play menu construction and gotcha gotcha design. Yeah, Yeah. but we'll we'll get into that next week. I really want to give it more time, but I'm agreed. Agreed, agreed. So, Zavi. Sure. (laughs) So uh,
1: I have good news for everyone. I I have all the jobs. I have found i have been employing all seven billion humans. Nice. Under uh, one company? Under one company, oh, the Tomorrow Corporation. Excellent. Uh, and everyone will have a job. That reminds
0: me of a Bill Burr bit where he talks about like, if humanity was wiped down to 30,000 people, it would be great. Everyone could go to the Super Bowl. But they would all like be like everyone could go to the Super Bowl and then everyone could be employed under like the same company or
3: something like that. Like, <laughs> like, it would be
0: great. Everyone would be so happy. <laughs> so so what
1: I'm alluding to is uh, I think the actual company name is Tomorrow. No, no, no. What's the actual developer's name? Shit. I don't I know. Forgot. The guys I who did World of, Goo, Tomorrow World of Goo... World of So it is Tomorrow Corporation. It is Tomorrow Corporation. Yeah. Corporation? And Have it's that. also, I think, Tomorrow Corporation in the fiction of their own games. Yes. Um so the guys who made World of Goo was their first game, Fantastic Little Puzzler. Oh, so Came these the out same with... people that
0: made um, Human Resource Machine. Yes. yes. Okay. So,
1: so their second game, Little Inferno, was a brilliant, weird I little art project. Too. I really liked that. I really liked it. Uh, and then Human Resource Machine was maybe a year or two ago. Uh, and now we have 7 Billion Humans. So 7 Billion Humans is the natural progressor to Human Resource Machine. Both of these games, the gameplay is essentially uh, programming puzzles. Um, you, the interface is drag and drop. I'm playing it on the Switch, which is probably not the best way to play it, which but it's is, still as someone serviceable. Who's going to be good. going into
0: that field at some point, I feel like I should play it just yeah, for the totally. Sake of yeah, should. it's really so it's,
1: really good. So it's it, it gives you these cool challenges, and, and part of what's fun about it is the this kind of snarky sense of humor that the that the game world has. Because um, in Human Resource Machine, uh, the idea is that like you're being you're you're basically being a Uh, a a processor Mm -hmm. and a lot of the puzzles are like you're doing like you're figuring out what the closest analog is assembly language so like doing simple things like multiplying numbers can be a challenge where you're like okay how do i have to think through if if all of the operations that i have are to copy numbers and to add numbers into like various spaces in memory, how do I multiply every pair of numbers on this like conveyor belt that's coming at me? And you r- drag and drop to make a little algorithm, and that's the puzzle. So it's pretty fun. Uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. I'd love to hear non, uh, non, a non-programmer play the game and hear their take on it, because I have a weird curve with both of these games so far, where- Are
0: they, are they both on Twitch?
1: Yes. Um, uh I'll try and pick one yeah, up. Yeah, 7 Billion me. just came out for 15 and if it's still on sale Human Resource I picked up for like 7.
0: Which one do you think is a better start?
1: Uh that's a good question. I I I'm too honestly as a programmer I have no idea <laughs> how to like recommend this or contextualize this for a non-programmer. Like okay. my Do
0: they both function similarly or They
1: is- do. They're kind of independent in a certain way. Um so I I think I'm enjoying 7 billion more than human resource machine. Okay.
0: Um,
1: but that's not a hard like line. Like if you want to just start off with the cheaper one, especially if it's going to be on sale not for too much longer.
0: Yeah. Feel free yeah. to jump yeah. into yeah, that. Yeah, if it's line. on sale I'll, I'll take the yeah, one that's yeah, on sale, yeah. but
1: So so human resource like I said is more like assembly whereas this one 7 billion humans is actually more um, it's more about like high level higher level programming constructs like an if statement. Um, whereas in Human Resource Machine you have to kind of they, I don't, so far from what I've played they never actually talk about an if statement you actually have to Um, do it the assembly language way where you subtract numbers and if they're zero, if the result is zero, then you branch in a particular way. Mm. Um, But they're both, they both feel like a similar level of challenge. What's cool about uh, 7 billion humans though is that uh, as opposed to a human resource where you're controlling just yourself uh, with the little algorithm you write in 7 billion humans you're writing this algorithm for a whole bunch of people who are going to simultaneously do this algorithm and so they can bump into each other in funny ways that Mm. will make you go oh god damn it you stupid humans.
0: So, So just from what i know about human resource machine and what you just told me about seven billion humans it sounds like human resource machine is a simpler approach it, maybe it's, yeah. I just, really it, don't it know.
2: Like it was saying, it's like assembly language. Yeah. Like because
1: because there are things there are there are things that logically like our human minds do understand how to do. Mm-hmm. And in seven billion humans, you actually have the high level constructs to translate your thoughts more directly into an algorithm. But you have to deal with the fact that you have like seven people. Let's say for a particular level, doing, doing this all, all at, at once, at and you need time. to make sure that they don't step on each other's toes. Right. Yeah. Whereas in a uh, human resources machine, part of the challenge is rec- it, it kind of helps you understand how stupid computers are and the fact that to translate these, c- these kind of concepts that we have in our human minds into this, you know, when you only have these operations available to you, is just like, wait, how, shit, how do I do that?
2: The problem of zeros and ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so, so they're both interesting games. They're both definitely good examples of like teaching you programming through fun. Good, good, solid puzzles, and also they both really have like the same way that Little Inferno had this very snarky take the snarky on like take on it's uh, yeah. so fucking funny. I, I shared with Mikey the trailer for for Seven Billion Humans, yeah. and that's where my introduction to the game they comes had from. Trump um, analog
2: going, I'm going to make that job. All the of that jobs. jobs. So <laughs> superb jobs. So
1: literally, the backdrop to this game is that, um, is that like. Machines have automated everything. Yeah. And so these jobs that you're doing, these puzzles that you're solving, they only exist to give humans jobs. Yeah. And to to, give them purpose or something. They wanted a job. And then... Both games share the structure where you do a bunch of puzzles and then you have a, like a coffee break section where they just give you a little cutscene And yeah. there's always like a little like creepy thing that's got. So for like human resource, the first one that you have, you just see a bunch of people in the coffee room. They have a couple sips and they go, OK, back to work, everyone. They march off and then a the TV turns on and it goes like and a bunch of uh, robots have said have stood outside the city for days now and no one knows what they want. And it just like goes back to the game and uh, we'll see where that goes. But mm-hmm. they're both pretty fun. Um, they're both pretty fun. They're both kind of educational and, and, and snarky and challenging. Like, yeah. it's 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 kind of fun to sit there and just be like, shit, how do I do this? And then you have that aha moment.
0: It's I a had, good pace. I got Little Inferno on a Humble Bundle, and I played it. And I Very different like, game. I was just like, wow, this is really fun. But I like that snarky yeah. take that that uh, Tomorrow Corporation has yeah. on the world. Yes. You know? Yeah, I feel like Little Inferno
1: was like a brilliant art project where they built up their engine to, like, build these next two games. Mm. But... uh definitely worth playing. Yeah, I'm, gonna d- like I'm definitely, definitely going to check this out. Um, so those games are fun. And then uh, outside of that, I really, I, I wanted to talk about a game that I've been playing forever, but I haven't talked about yet, which is Rocket League. Mm. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of more, more Rocket League than I have in the last months or so. That game is fucking good. Like, I, I don't know how when much I can it? say about <laughs> like, no, know, that's the thing. Like kind of always was right. I
0: never got into it and I never really played it as much as other people did, but I understand that it's a very good game.
1: So, so part of what I think is fantastic about this game is, um, I've played it for X amount of time and let's, but where X is absolutely greater than several hundred <laughs> hours. Uh,
0: and that's like, I'm scared to see how much time I sent, spent on, um, world of Warcraft Where yeah. like, I'm sc- I know there's a lot, but I'm scared to <laughs> like, like check the actual number.
1: number. Right. And then, and then the like. I actually own this game on every freaking platform that it's out on because it first it first came out. And it was part of PlayStation Plus, so I got it for free there. Then on PC, it was one of the free games that I got when I picked up my Steam Controller and Steam Link bundle. So I got it for free there. Then it came out on Xbox, and we had an Office Xbox, and I wanted to play Rocket League on my lunch break. And so I bought it there. And then I had the Switch, and I was like, I can play Rocket League anywhere? Okay. So I bought it there. (laughs) So aside from that, they've also been doing a pretty good job of post-game monetization to keep the servers alive. Mm -hmm. And they've, they've, they've been pretty public and explicit about saying, like, we don't want to make a Rocket League 2. We want this to just be our game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe they'll make another game, but they never want to supplant Rocket League with a sequel. They just want to perfect it. They want to, you know, they've, they've, they're they already starting to figure out ways to get, you know, uh, to, to keep the servers alive and keep the company going. Uh, and I think I'm pretty happy with the direction they've gone. They, they had loot boxes for a while, which was, eh, not the greatest. But, it they was all cosmetic shit, which, you know, whatever. I was, I enjoyed the game enough that I was like, yeah, sure, I'll give you some money. They recently came out with it, something that I find really interesting that I, that I want to spend a minute talking about, which is the Rocket Pass. Mm-hmm. So the way this works is Rocket League has r- loosely always organized itself around seasons, and I imagine now that's going to be a lot more set in stone as far as how long they last. Yeah. Because it looks like for this season, they're introducing this Rocket Pass, And throughout this season, which might have a hard end date already, I'm not sure, but uh, you're able to level up your Rocket Pass just by playing the game, and by default, you'll get a reward every, you know, let's say three to five levels, and it's a static track that you can look at, and you can see what reward is coming up, and then there's also the premium one, and the premium one just costs $10, and it's a one-time thing for the season but what's interesting is that whatever level you've reached is shared between your regular and your premium pass, and the moment that you actually upgrade your premium pass, you will get all of the rewards, and in the premium track, there's a reward for every single level. Mm-hmm. For You'll get everything backdated, which is to say, effectively, that at the very end of the season, if I'm still playing Rocket League and I check in and it's like, oh, it's almost, it's almost done, I might come around and go, oh, if I pay $10, I'm going to get all this shit, which I've sort of earned over this season that I've played the game. Mm -hmm. It rewards you for playing the game, and it actually gives you this choice like towards the end of the season to be like, oh, I didn't play that much Rocket League this year. What am I going to get? Oh, I don't really care about any of that stuff, so I don't need to pay for it. I love this. It's not a subscription, which I find annoying because most of the time, a lot of these subscription models for companies, they get their money from people who are not actually using the product which is a weird incentive for them to start fucking people over and make their support, you know, oh, hey, I called up. Oh, I want to try to unsubscribe. Oh, well, okay, let's talk to you about those five special offers that we have, like the blah, blah, blah. Like, they make it hard on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is not a subscription. It is absolutely, your reward is related to how much you're actually playing the game. And... Uh, it is a way to to uh, <laughs> encourage steady income for themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not eliminated the loot boxes, so this is kind of an experiment. I'm hoping that they're that they're looking to eliminate them because then this would just be like a paragon of post game monetization for me. That this is not is the only I, I mean, I doesn't where do uh, the microtransactions uh, are. I you're gonna so <laughs> so you basically need ten dollars to upgrade your rocket pass from a basic to an advanced because you need ten keys. Right. Keys are $1 each, and they can also be used to uh, unlock crates, which you can earn, through again, through playing the game. So, again, your reward is proportional to how much time you actually spend in the freaking game. I prefer that. Um, and you you get random items from the crates, which is okay. the one thing that I can go,
2: Doesn't have, like, their Battle Pass or Fortnite or something? They oh, have? I don't know. It's possible that this is copied yeah, off of a similar Fortnite, thing. Fortnite
0: has the Battle Pass. The yeah.
2: Battle Pass. And gotcha. I feel like that's, a sim- that, that's sort of this medium of, like you said, finding ways to monetize, but in, like, a sort of... A subscription-y Or flat-rate-free way Of like, okay We don't need to Nickel and dime you But we have sort of This steady income Coming in mm-hmm. And we're able to You know, reward our, our Players for right. Support right. And it's just like Okay, I get that Everyone's all they, Everyone play, all paid Their $10 And everyone's all Entired What I wanted to know Is that Are the uh, Rewards Consistent Across different players Or is it like A lottery of Is it like A tier of like these are these I'm are pretty some sure of the everyone Has the same at,
1: track For the season If that's what you mean
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay That I feel like Maybe As this evolves Maybe Here are the things You could earn At level 5 Here are the things You earn at level 10 Just to put some Randomization in it You get what I'm saying Cause like to me, I don't I'm thinking, want randomization. Really,
1: I don't. I think that it's actually more—it's more interesting if every season, because I'm pretty sure that at mm-hmm. the end of this season, your rocket, you know, new season, new rocket pass. Right? You lost a chance to get whatever levels you did not reach, and now we start a new one. So instead, the the, the for each season, whatever was at the end of the pass is like, ooh, you got to be a dedicated player to get to this point. Mm-hmm. and that can have that prestige of just like yeah and everyone knows what those items are or whatever yeah.
0: like hey i i played enough to get this thing right exactly yeah. and i, I, I like that it's like, static
1: i, like I, a I little... like I understand that randomness does give you a bit more of like a endorphin rush
2: but no not endorphin rush just as <laughs> like oh well i played as much as you and we all have the same things i kind of wanted like something like oh well i have this you know that's what i got this time But as I said, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy, but just like I said, like, say if everyone gets your award at level five, right, you can get one of these five rewards. You know. Oh, okay. I could yeah, see. What yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's never the whole pool. It's just like these are the level five rewards. You know, they're all common things, but here's something. But they're all designed. Maybe. Yeah. That would multiply like that. how
1: much content they have to put out, though. So, and then, and
2: then maybe at the also, end of the season, you still get everything. But you got. But at least for that season, you felt really bespoke about how you customize your. car oh, or how? Yeah. So at, you, everyone will always get you. it at the end. But at least like, oh yeah. Well, I got. You know. Sorry, Stacy. The Stacy, the Stacy, you know, uh, print or something. And you know, <laughs> Steve got the Steve print. And like, oh, yeah, for, so for this season, oh, yeah, Stacey's got that print. I can't wait. That's really cool. I can't wait till this season is over. I'm going to wear that next season because I really like that one. And I, and I, I, I see what you're it, saying. But yeah. yeah. Just to give it some sort of like variety and like to make people like because I get the randomization. I, I understand how, like you said, like randomization. There has to be that fine. I think that's a nice medium.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, this is also a particular game where the customization is like cute. Yeah. But totally not essential. Yeah, it's so like the cars are moving so fast. No one's like until <laughs> until you win a game and you have the like mo, the that the po- that podium moment where you until, actually get yeah, to see the cars see the car. and no one's gonna be like, hey man, your car's really cool, man. Like like no, it's fine. Like you play the game. Yeah. So so that's about all the post game monetization stuff. Before I toss it over to Steve, the last thing I'll say is like, it's interesting that I'm still playing this game because I did hit a plateau. I I, I do think that I am never gonna get any better at Rocket League. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever. Gonna to put into time to learn a new technique to be better at aerials. Like I just hit a certain kind of threshold where now I just like watch the pros and I'm just like fucking never happening. Yeah. But I still, but I'm still playing the game, which is which is a bit surprising for me personally. Yeah. I, I, I would wait. usually give up on a game at a certain point, and this is just still really fucking. Fun. I,
2: I really, I really like the story of Rocket League. I Really <laughs> like the story of Rocket. I know League. you mean the development, but I just for yeah, a moment yeah, no, I was I mean, like, just like, I
1: imagine like a story like, mode.
2: We, we, no, 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 because I think <laughs> no, I no, think I got in you. a certain In a certain sense, and this will be the last thing, in a certain sense, we've all been like waiting for this game. Like, when is it going to become an e-sport? And everyone's been trying really hard. And I feel like Rocket League just strolled up in there and was just like, this is our game. There's not going to be another one. We're not changing mechanics. The mechanics are fucking Didn't done. It, it as done. a free game. Yeah, which Look, is we're, the best we're, part. yeah, we're we're giving it to as much people as I have. We'll let it speak for itself. And if you
1: guys want to make it out, an eSport, and it just, literally
2: and everything it, is there.
1: And for hey, the hey game. nothing's intended,
0: gonna. It literally rocketed to the top of like yes. yeah, games.
1: and 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 like it's not gonna compete marketing wise with Overwatch League, but uh, I am as hyped to watch RLCS as I am to watch the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We it's go. Great. to watch like competitive Rocket League is really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's super weird. And like, I, the, 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 to, to to close, my one of my favorite stories as uh, as I was playing Rocket League was that when I first started playing, I, I you know the loading screen shows like two cars in the air flying towards the ball as it's like pretty yeah. much at the height of the stadium, and I would watch that loading screen. I'm like. That's impossible. And one day I turn on Twitch and I'm just start watching a, a random tournament and I was just like, What is happening? And that got me so hyped where I was just like, That's I like, want to have a modicum of, of like this skill. happen when I yeah. play. Like. That's
0: one of those games where I find more enjoyment in watching people play, like watching the tournaments and stuff yeah. than actually playing myself because I suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> but like watching people do like insane crazy aerials and stuff and and have so much knowledge of like where the ball is gonna be. Yeah, to like they've just the internalized just, like the it's structure not, and like like, it's like the game. I like watching like, Rocket League. I like watching Overwatch, and I like watching Starcraft Two. Mm. I'm terrible at those games, <laughs> but watching people play them competitively is so interesting. Yeah.
1: Now, speaking of spectator sports, I want to know what happened at SummerSlam.
0: Um, what did happen at SummerSlam? <laughs> oh God, it was that long ago, Steve. Yeah. Damn, Wait, real we're summer way slam beyond
1: or that. Oh, no, I'm referring uh, to his fake one. Okay, so you, you had a match with John Cena. I had a match
0: with John Cena. I think I no, I beat John Cena, and I like earned. We're his talking respect.
2: about WWE 2K19,
0: guys. Yes, I finished the <laughs> great story segue, mode. but we needed to introduce the game. <laughs> I finished the story mode of 2K19, so it only got weirder. Um, as far as like, because you remember all the other weird stuff I told you about, right? Triple H trying to Triple H trying keep to keep you me outside me down, and that the... happened until the very end of story mode is Triple H trying to keep me down. Nice. <laughs> How many more crimes did you commit? None. None. None? Okay. I, I other weird stuff happened. Okay. So I got moved over to the Raw brand where Matt Hardy's character, I don't know if anybody watched wrestling before or we remember the, the Hardy, Hardy, Hardy brothers. Really remember him. Yeah. Okay, so Matt Hardy's completely different now. He's a way more enlightened, quote unquote character. So, mm-hmm. um, there's this one wrestler named Finn Balor and when he has really important matches, he brings out the Demon, which is where he wears like body paint. And like the Demon is like his inner personality of like his Anger and rage, or whatever. So I had a match against this huge wrestler named Braun Strowman. He's like seven feet tall. He's gigantic. He's a monster among men. Mm. So in order to beat him, I had to bring out my inner demon. So Matt <laughs> Hardy took me into the multiverse. Holy shit! I know it's gonna get what? crazy. What? First, he took me into the multiverse to have a match against <laughs> uh, against Bret Hart. Did you take mushrooms first? No. Matt Hardy just took me to the multiverse. Was there a door? So no, this is
3: a fighting game with a multiverse. I just I'm stuck. Based on real world, world done, wrestling, which I'm done now already. I'm oh done. God. Oh
0: no, I'm sorry. I wasn't fighting my, Braun Schumann. I was fighting Bray Wyatt, who is the eater of worlds. Okay. <laughs> so Is this a final
2: knocked... no fantasy game? No. Bray... Uh, no, no, no. I'm telling you, no, yeah.
0: this is great because
1: this is what this... they wish they could do on TV. That's what this is. The
0: world eater. So Bray Wyatt knocked me out and took me to the Wyatt compound where I fought a zombie triple H Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then in order to end my feud with Bray Wyatt, I had to unleash my inner demon. So first, Matt Hardy took me into the multiverse to have a match against Bret Hart. Aww. Bret the Hitman Hart. Okay, Because like in, in the story, your character like idolizes Bret Hart as one of his like inspirational wrestlers. Oh. And then I go and I find my inner demon. And my inner demon options were a polar bear, a shark, and something else I can't remember. I, I chose the polar bear. Course you so I had a match with Finn Balor against Bray Wyatt and like a former friend who Bray Wyatt uh, brainwashed and <laughs> Finn Balor, of course, came that's, of that's course. a normal
3: WWE Finn ba- thing. Well, Finn, Balor. Has been of been course. Finn
0: Balor came out as the demon, but we had like a tag team entrance where I came out in a polar bear sort of costume, <laughs> like a Native American polar bear. Like I was wearing a bear hat <laughs> mm-hmm. and like I had furry leggings You're a spirit edible. Yeah, my spirit animal was Slash my inner even. demon is a polar bear. Okay, <laughs> I have to, I, might, I might have to buy this game. You're this is so too... To my this, oh my just god, just jumping a shark doesn't cut it. No, it was you are a shark awesome. potentially. It was hilarious. So,
3: are you wearing a shark hat? Perhaps.
0: <laughs> the, no, the shark. The inner because you can pick your inner demon from this like selection. And, oh really? Like, shark outfit okay. is terrifying in the sense that like it's like a. Sort of a quasi-shark face thing, but it's a very skin-tight, gray, like, full onesie thing. <laughs> so
3: you're in a shark onesie.
0: Pretty much. Okay. But with, like, a shark mask. It's t- Like, that was terrifying. It was, like, too terrifying. I was like, polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants so to then be beat up by a shark. I get through that whole feud, and I save my friend. <laughs> and then it just sort of casually goes back into, like, oh... Well, Triple H still wants to bring me down. He still hasn't been able to do it. I won the Universal Championship at uh, the Elimination Chamber. So Triple H, bring, he like, gets the band back together. So he brings back Evolution, which was his like former stable. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, the two friends that I had made in WWE, were, who were like, top superstars, which was Finn Balor and AJ Styles, they come mm. and they're like, we're going to help you. And then they, you have a pay-per-view like, three-on-three tag match. And then you win. And at the end of that tag match, they turn on you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Jesus. they beat the shit out of you. And you're just like, what is happening? This is all going down so fast. Now, back to back up to back. Do you
3: as a panda? No. No. Like
0: once no. your in your <laughs> demon stuff is gone, like you're back. to you revert back to your normal self? Okay. But you un
3: won- <laughs> I need <a> <laughs> clarification.
0: WWE. Right?
3: It's WWE so wild. WWE
0: should not sound like an episode of Dragon Ball Z. It is. <laughs> it, but this it games. does. Game's.
3: But it wants to. Deep down, it, it does. Does. I've yeah. had so you much know?
0: fun with this story mode just because of how silly it is.
3: It makes me feel like they should just take the shows and just pump a lot of money into special effects for them for no reason just to see what so they're so in the beginning I mean the all game. the
1: things that we can do now with like augmented reality for like the people viewing at home yeah like just imagine like if you're in the audience you just see someone standing there going ah but if you're watching from home you see like glowing uh, auras like Dragon Ball Z style around them yeah. I want this to
0: happen they're they probably <laughs> on their way to that because I, in watching a few episodes of Raw Smackdown they've started to use AR stuff Oh, They've nice. started to use some AR things in Raw and SmackDown, so you we may not be far from that. Nice. Back to the story. So now I'm in the six on. They AJ Styles and Finn Balor. They turn on me. They beat the shit out of me. In the beginning of the uh, the story mode, your mentor who runs the independent promotion, he like beats you up right. outside of the. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez. Remember. When, I feel like every other sentence is somebody beating you, you up. So remember that the whole point of like Triple H being angry at you is, is because you went for an NXT. Tryout, and then you had a, sort of a PR nightmare right afterwards. Right, because someone beat you up. Turns uh, out that was the, your mentor. Someone Wait, so, so this is a
1: plot twist that it was your mentor?
0: <laughs> yeah, you find that oh, out geez. sort of a little bit after the the like story starts kicking off. Okay, I'm still not like,
2: convinced that this is like a Final Fantasy. Game so then after funny. after
0: they turn your team, Finn Balor and Aegis Styles turn on you. He comes to help you, and then you have this uh, moment I'm in the thing so where you sweet. where you choose to like do you. Forgive him, or do you just let him rock? <laughs> oh so I forgave him. <laughs> and he turned on you again. No, but they, one of the announcers kept bringing it up. He kept going like, this is what's going to happen. He's going to learn the hard way because he's going to turn on him again. There's no way he <laughs> can trust him. So to, like, to culminate the whole story, I have a match I against AJ Styles.
1: A, I, sorry, it just dawned on me. I, just, I forget that there's narrators for every match. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, I'm just, were there narrators? Please tell me yes. Please tell me that the narration was still there. During the match that took place in the multiverse. Yes. <laughs> they, might,
0: they might have my money. No. <laughs> so AJ Styles, after he beats you up, like he cashes <laughs> in his money in the bank contract, uh-huh. which is where he gets a match whenever he wants for the title. So he kicked, after you're like, you've been beaten up, he cashes in and he wins the title off you. So you have a title match at WrestleMania <clears throat> against AJ Styles for the universal title. AJ Styles brings out Triple H and is like, you can be the special guest referee. And, you know, Triple H has had a grudge against you the whole time. Lovely. Right? So, like, I'm like, fine. My mentor is going to be in my corner. So you have the match and you win. And then Triple H, like, as he hands you the title, he, like, spins you around like he's going to hit you. And then just puts his hand out to, like, shake your
3: hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <Sorry>, God. <Dad. laughs> <laughs> <It's just laughs> but, when, but when you win do they make you the master of the multiverse that's really the question
0: no because you don't oh, the, like they They just you gotta leave something for the sequel yeah, they just yeah, gave yeah. up on the multiverse after the whole demon oh, thing right, I, I mean, imagine so. Part, by far <laughs> it's just like oh multiverse okay and then like want, they go on with the story I just story. want
1: like I just want that same match to, to happen exactly however it is right now I want it to happen except that Occasionally throughout that match There's the same way like in Fight Club When he was like cutting porn Into like the movies You just have immediate momentary cutaways To you on a couch High as fuck (laughs) (laughs) That's what I I (laughs) was Like
0: This
1: is all in your head It was It just zoned out like staring at like a wall It was such a
0: wild ride of a story mode That I was like (laughs) This is fun.
1: Life. This was so much imitating fun. Imitating art. art. How many imitating hours did life. the story mode take?
0: Not that many. I want to say like seven or eight. Nice. Okay. Like it, was, it was good enough I'm to like get through it, but it had its moments of like really annoying matches to get through. Mm. Like one of the Artificial matches. Special difficulty kind of stuff. No, just, like, a pain in the ass kind of thing. Just busy work. Busy work. Okay. One of the matches was a one versus three handicap match where I was the one. Right. And I had to Uh. face three people. (laughs) It's like, that match was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, like, it was just such a wild ride. I was like, you know what? This has been one of the more fun, lighthearted story modes I've played this year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, so, (laughs) that's ridiculous. (laughs) I just wanted you guys to realize how crazy it got So as soon as I said Because I knew as soon as I got here and I said multiverse Everyone was going to lose their mind <laughs> Yes uh, Right sir accurate. Right. I wish I had saved the clip so, of the entrance I had With me in the polar bear outfit Because it was hilarious So
1: let us let's let's let me ask you about a much more grounded universe Can you please tell me about Valkyries In alternative World War II History Europe Yeah, Because that makes more sense I can because But I'm going to go <laughs>
0: Into, into the Breach before I do that. Okay, that also
1: makes more sense. There's time travel in that, so it makes more sense. There's time travel and giant corporations that own islands. Yes. Both of these things seem possible. So I've been playing. I think that already happens. Yeah. I think there's... the time travel is the less possible. Yeah.
0: So I've been playing Into the Breach a lot because I started um, rewatching House MD. I don't know if anybody because likes that's that show. So... This, this is relevant because okay. if I'm rewatching a show, I need, like... Yeah, you don't need to totally focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to, like, something else to do just to, like, occupy me as far as having something to fiddle with. Mm-hmm.
1: That is not a fiddle-with game, though. Damn. It is. Uh, not to me. That gets it is
0: stressful. I need to focus on it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't, because there's no time constraints on it. True. It's, it's one of those things where, like, okay, I can do this, 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 and this, and I can sort of take a minute, watch a little the bit of the show, and pay attention. Yeah. go back to it, see if I made any mistakes, and be like, okay, okay execute the turn. <clears throat> So mm-hmm. that's that's how I've been playing this game. Is like I'm watching House, the procedural Sherlock Holmes mystery medical show, mm-hmm. right? And like just trying to solve the the problems and into the breach. Nice. Mm. So it's 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 really fitting that whole like strategic edge of like there's no time constraint here, so you can do what you want. But I'm also really enjoying the gameplay itself because there's variety in the sense of what units you're using. Right. So I just unlocked the. I forget what they're called, but it's the one that has the mech with the laser on it. Do not know, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't. I haven't gotten that one. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. Have yeah, you yeah. unlocked any other? Teams? No, I've just
1: upgraded. Uh, uh, no, no, I just haven't. Just the main team. Yeah, I still need to do one of the so challenges to. Here's
0: the thing. To do that, I have found way more success with that first team than I have with any other of the two other units that I've unlocked.
1: Similar thing happened in FTL <clears throat> where like, because, because you develop, you know how to play the game with that first, team. with that first team, you get how the rules work. Right. And I think they're probably all equally like, uh, affi- like, like, powerful, right. but the moment you're like, let me try the second team, all your strategies go out the window, and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, I need to relearn how to but play But also you're set back
0: because you don't have the reactor cores installed on that new team. Ooh, you know, you're the right. The reactor cores make a difference in how much health That is worse than FCL, or, or harder. You know, the yeah. way your unit works because of what additional reactor cores you've added into it. Uh-huh. Whether it can move farther, has more health, has uh, upgraded weapons, or whatever. So there's, like, ways that the new team, like, oh, I got a little bit farther than I would with the other team, but I was ultimately... My ultimate downfall is I don't know how the cohesion of this unit works compared to the original team. Mm. So, like, I, I like to unlock the teams and see what's available, but that first team is the one I stick with if I know I'm going to go far.
1: Yeah, it, it's. I, I really liked how they manage to design games like that, and it seems pretty unique to them because i I don't i I can't think of another game at least to that degree Mm -hmm. that has a like fuck i need to relearn how to do this yeah Mm -hmm. like the first time in ftl that you get like an alien crew member is just like whoa totally different possibilities now and and you'll die in ways you never realized you
0: could (laughs) so i i unlocked this one team where like the the tank that you get all it does is have a hook on it so to pull stuff closer to it it doesn't actually do any damage, it's just moving things. And that works so well
1: with the fact that in every mission your only real goal is don't die.
0: Right. And then there's another tank that shoots a boulder that causes that creates a mountain. Huh. Right? Okay. And then another one, one of the other units has the mech has a laser on it. The laser shoots through multiple tiles. Mm. So if you hit one enemy, you're going to hit everything behind it also. But
1: you also might hit your own cities. So you cities also might hit stuff. your own
0: cities. So you got to think about where you're moving the thing it's it's interesting and it changes the dynamic so the game is actually very a lot deeper once you start unlocking different units too nice and I really like it for that and I got my first completion of the game I only did it with two islands completed but I read that the boss fight it um it scales it scales so if you have two islands completed it scales with you to having if you have four islands completed and it was still challenging nice uh but I highly recommend it to anyone who likes strategy because it's. this is definitely a game that makes you think about all the choices you make. Yeah. There are times I, where... I I've, wish I could
1: play it the way you... Like, I need to tap into your mojo, dude, because a couple times... There's been a couple times where I've turned on it into the breach, and I've stared at it, and I'm just like, oh, right. The place where I left off, I have a lot of strategic choices to make, and I'm just like, I can't brain right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have to sort of... That's one of those things where, like, you learn that in life where you step away from a situation yeah. and then come back later to be like, oh, that's the solution. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely helped in my frustration with the game because initially I was getting frustrated because every move I made, something negative happened and, like, nothing positive came of it. And so now I'm at the point where, like, oh, I can just do this and then I'll come back and then, all right, oh, this is, this is the actual solution. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, cool. That was nice. It's, it's a great game. I highly recommend <clears throat> it. And I think it was on sale recently. I think okay. it's on sale right now on Switch.
2: I, might, I should nice. pick it up.
0: I should pick it it's up. Worth it. Um, and then I'm going to go into the last three games that I played this week. And I'm only going to touch on them slightly because I played them for like five minutes. So, Valkyria Chronicles I bought. Uh, it's $20 on the Switch store.
1: Yeah. Oh, the original? Okay. Yeah, the yeah, original yeah, Valkyria yeah. Chronicles. The original not four. One.
0: This is Valkyria Chronicles, the original one. Uh, I played the first mission. And it feels like the Valkyria Chronicles 4 demo. Well, yeah. I like it. It's literally kind of the exact same thing. Yeah, I like, like it th- with the one windmill and everything. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. <laughs> so it's just like it's pretty much right, guys, the exact same I'm, thing. I'm not going to hold it against you. The tutorial, <laughs> but because I was like also watching House of Time, I'm like this doesn't fit that sort of thing. So I played it for five minutes, and I'm like I'll play it again, but when I have time to dedicate to it outside yeah. of like Red Dead and, and all the other yeah. games coming out, uh, Spider Man, I booted it up to play the DLC, the Heist. Played one mission, and that's it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I will finish that. It's just that I happened to play that DLC the day before Red Dead came out.
1: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So,
0: like, I just I got home and I was like, Red Dead. And then Shadow of War, I booted it up, and Mikey was there for this. I booted it up for five seconds and immediately turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, because? He's just like, no, I can't. (laughs) can't." And then he just turned off. I got into it and I'm like, oh, I did this already. No. And, and I turned like, it off. You did what already? Like this game. Yeah. Gotcha. Because so yeah. like he played, like it played the beginning. I bought it when it first came out. Yeah. yeah. So I like played a bunch of the stuff and I was like. Oh, I
1: see. So you were interested in replaying it to see how maybe see it how shifted it when they shut down the gold. And cold. I was just like,
0: I did this already and I really don't want to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I totally. It off. That's fair. Absolutely. I think it's just, it's poor timing because of the games coming out right now. Right. You know, it's, it's that very saturated part of the year. Yep. Where like I needed that to we're happen getting there. in the drought.
1: We're getting there. I needed
0: that change to go through. When I was like, oh, I don't know what games to play. Let me play Destiny. <laughs> like, that was the time I needed all that stuff to happen.
2: Yeah.
0: But that's pretty much it for this week. I had a, like, nice smattering of games until Red Dead came along.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're pretty much going to be in a Red Dead mood.
0: But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's a part of me Red that's Red Dead just, like, frame of mind. Mm-hmm. That's sort of hitting a wall with Red Dead of, like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this story.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I have a feeling that if I get Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do so with a mental reservation that I don't give a shit about the story because nothing anyone has said has led me to believe that I will give a shit about I this story. the
0: for online?
1: Well, there's that, which maybe that'll be a reason for me to get into because it in a I month love or two. GTA Online. And but GTA the, but Online
0: the, is where I, I spent the majority of my time in GTA.
1: But right. But what I've, the things that I've heard that make me interested. Is that people have said that this is such a well-crafted world that it really feels like you're there, mm-hmm. and that's something that I really enjoyed in Breath of the Wild. It's something that I really there some enjoy heavy a immersion lot of. There. Yeah, there's
0: this is whole like
1: like I find that relaxing. All of like the actual crime will probably bore me.
0: This is this is an interesting part <laughs> and like to this it game needs to like, be a means to a weird. You can interact I don't know. with pretty much every NPC, right? In the sense of you can.
1: But that's not systemic, though. That's like that's like cute shits and giggles, from what I've heard.
0: You can you can say hello to them all, right? You can rob them, you can antagonize them. Yeah, like they're very. But what do you get from that aside from if you you rob them, you get money? But like if hey, say hello to me because I said hello to you. It's side shit. It is that
1: doesn't matter to me. It is what what I what I what I think will be interesting is if I pick up this game, it'll be different. But I think that I will hope to be able to play it in a way that's similar to No Man's Sky of all fucking things. Because that's the game that I play that satisfies that niche right now where it's like, oh, let me kind of relax but also have like a goal of progression and building up something and so on. And I've heard that there's some of that. Right now
0: I don't see it because of how sparse I feel the world is. Gotcha. Mm. With how much like...
2: How many hours have you put into it?
0: 12 to 13.
2: Or should I say how long after the first train heist because I found that... But after the first train heist, that's fine. Like, the tutorial's officially over. Probably, mm. like,
0: seven or eight hours.
2: Okay. And you back.
0: still you still, And feel I still like feel like... Because, like, I spend so much time just riding from point to point to start a mission. Mm. Mm. That's where I get frustrated. Cause Classic
1: I'm like, rock star. And that's
0: where, sort of, Assassin's Creed does a better job, is because I can set that destination, hold X, and the horse runs along that path to where I'm going. Mm. And you, I can, sort of, cut that out. I heard they have something
1: similar in Red Dead, don't they?
0: Only if you're with a person. Mm, okay. Yeah.
1: Well... I will say this. I don't understand how we got sick and tired of uh, Call of Duty having like 50% of the missions be follow leader person. And that became a joke and a meme and people hated on it. Yet because the games come out only every you know, handful of years, we, we, we always seem to forget this complaint about GTA games and, and arguably Rockstar games well, writ large.
0: Here's the thing is Mikey says, you know, games are not respecting our time. I like a game that's condensed and knows the story it's trying to tell. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with, like, a corridor-based game. Right? right. If you know what your idea is and what story you're trying to tell, tell me that story. I don't care because, you know what, I don't have that much time anyway. Yeah, I, So let condense me, my experience.
1: So, so let me say something potentially controversial just right now. Like, the last Modern Warfare campaigns that I've played, which was admittedly a long time ago, but I assume that the quality has, has been similar, they are more fun than playing GTA, mm-hmm. for yeah. me, the story mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just are. I, I don't yeah. think
2: anyone will disagree with you. I don't disagree with I,
1: you. I, I think that we are similarly minded gamers, but I, do, I think the zeitgeist, as far as you know, the, the people who actually do this for a job and write reviews and, and report on it, they do disagree with us. They love mm-hmm. this shit because they don't have other jobs.
0: Because they don't have other jobs. <laughs> they have time to devote to the, I think those that's, things. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, the point is their job is to devote time to that. I'm sure. Mm, to give you, but whereas the rest of us who work other anyway, jobs, yeah, we don't have that kind of time, and we want a condensed, great experience. All right,
1: yeah. I'm going to go put my soapbox in a closet, <laughs> and and be done with that topic for now.
0: That's fine. I think we can be done with this episode. I think <laughs> oh, we can. That's true. Um, righty. At the risk of running way too much longer, because I yeah, already saw that timer run out. Oh yeah, it ran it ran uh, out how twice. How many
2: times did our timer run out?
0: Twice. Twice. <laughs> How much time goes on to that time?
1: And I think that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode. You can always find us on Instagram and Twitter. Hopefully Facebook one day.
0: And I think that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode. Oh, he's back. Damn it. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Not Facebook yet, but we'll get there. (laughs) We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.
2: Later.